the one that demanded it. Right. <laughs> good day, good evening, good night, good afternoon, good morning, and good good day, I guess. Good, yes. good night. Something. <laughs> good something. I mean, let something else be good except this man's finals, but you know. <laughs> everything else is good. Well, not really good. But welcome to another exciting episode of Real Tennis Fans. This U.S. Open is officially closed. It's Oof. done. It's dusted. And as always, we can't have it. Two things that we like, we can only have one. But before, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we always have these uneven, you know. There's never any a real true balance. You know what I mean? It's not there anymore. Mm-mm-mm. But before I go any further, let me introduce my co-hostesses with the mostesses. We have, well, it just went up a little octave up there. What's wrong with me? Let me drink some water before I embarrass myself. People might know me on here. We have Janina from Farin, Ohio. How are you doing today, Janina? I was better yesterday, but I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see that. And mm-hmm. how are you feeling, though, otherwise? I'm feeling like I'm exhausted because I just sat through several hours of very boring Aww. tennis. Why would you do that, though? Aww. Well, you know, because I knew that I was going to be expected to have some sort of opinion. Mm, I see. Aww. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I sat down and watched every point. I did not, but it Aww. was it was always on in the background. I got my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. That's that's Polish what I did. All? Oh yeah. <laughs> Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. I don't believe you. That's such a girly girl thing for you to do. You never I know, do that. right? I don't, but I was bored, so that's what you get. <laughs> that's Andre rubbing off on you. I guess so. That is very much are always on point, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let, let's get something straight. I did my feet, not my hands. I never do my oh. hands. Oh my God, she got her laundry done. Okay, y'all. Okay. Well, we don't need to see your feet there. We don't need to see your feet. It's not that kind of crap. Was everyone doing something else instead of yes. watching the tennis? Yes. yes. Uh, Howard was oh working. Was no, um, I did. Yeah, it's all right. It's true. Then I came downstairs. I was like, I can't do this. I can't just let it sit, you know, and be like, I didn't watch any of it. So I went back down, second set, three, four, and then hung into the bitter end. Yeah, it was good. Real tennis uh, podcast is. Oh no, stop it! So um, let's finish up the intro so we can get in this because somebody on our Andre chat wants Margaret from Court <laughs> record to be beaten by oh, Novak Djokovic. Who is that? Okay, go on. Lovely, lovely gentleman. <laughs> Derek Edwardson. We have Andrine from Soli Tennis Travel. How are you doing, Andrine? I'm very good. I did a little Soli Tennis Traveling. Yes, um, you did. I did see you in New York. Just caught the Labor Day. Yes, just caught the Labor hey, Day Deb. in New York. And you met the aunties, of course. Met the aunties for a brief spell. Saw some uh, tennis. Mm-hmm. Saw the best men's tennis, probably. Um, yes. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think that has been the consensus, you know. <laughs> I know you. I without even saying it, I know you have. You have to be talking about Sasha versus Sina. Yes, yes. Hey, Yvette, Yvette is here, and we have more, and which is the homosexual of the podcast. But we have a special <laughs> guest today. We have well, 
not a special. I mean, not really a special. He's, I don't he's know if Howard is special anymore. He's been here too much. He's the guest. Oh he's the guest. He's, he's got a day special. job, and we don't pay him. Okay, <laughs> please, still, he, will, he will remain a guest. Okay, okay, fine. Because we don't pay him. Okay, y'all almost fucked up that man day job a minute ago. Okay, <laughs> before we got on there, so he is a guest. Great the opinions that we express are not his. Okay, they are not Ooh. his. Thank Only you. his opinions are his. But we have Howard Bryan. How are you doing, Howard? I am good. Thank you. Thank you, Reels. Good to be here again. And what did I do? I did watch it. I, I, I watched it, but I do have to say before y'all even get started that I hope the energy level rises in this podcast because I can just hear the sad face. I can hear sad face on all three of y'all. <laughs> have watched this final. It's not supposed to have a sad face final. You know what? It wasn't a sad face final, but what it you're was hearing boring. is the lack of energy. It was really yeah. a final. It was like watching a second round match shot through late night in Shanghai somewhere, you know, just... <laughs> Getting ready for the Asian swing. It's coming yeah. this week. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah I like it, this match said nothing. It had nothing to give, you know, other than you know, Nole is twenty four. Whatever he is, he's twenty four. You know, right? I mean, oh, he's tied. Yeah, right. Margaret, record is not a record. Could be like it's not a thing. I we're not discussing that. I'm ignoring well, it is, that. It person. is on Twitter. I'm just saying we 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 started counting Margaret, so now we have to. So no, we don't. Um, we start we counting don't. Margaret. No, we, we started don't. counting Margaret a while ago, and so now no, we only I didn't count... say when. I said why. Well, well we said... only do it for players that we don't really like. Like we have two Eastern European players in the final today, and you know the world doesn't always like Eastern Europeans about as much as they don't like black people sometimes. So therefore, we have to bring up Margaret Court. Get it right. No, no, no. I mean, I don't like them. Margaret Court when Serena started getting when she passed Steffi. Right, right. Because, because people we no don't grandson. like. Because well, listen, no Grand Slam record need, um, title. You need a chase, though. Come on, listen. The, the, the real context chase for is, what, though? I listen, mean, like, because point, let's be honest. What is the reason to care about Novak's numbers increasing if it's not about, against something? You can't just count something going distance. up. You've distance. You've got to do something. I mean, distance from the other two. Once you get over twenty, who cares? Like that's the thing that's, I mean, listen. Within the context of Novak Djokovic's career and the way that we've covered men's tennis. Once yeah. you've gotten past 20, what will 24, 25 tell us about Djokovic? Like, especially if in the future they decide to collapse it into best of three. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you, 24 is a, it's a big deal. I always felt, I felt Novak was going to get, was going to be 25 to 26 mm -hmm. uh, once Roger began to slow. Once Roger had the knee injury, I was like, okay, because there's really not, you know, you guys have been talking about this on the pod for years and, the, and then back on Twitter as well about how the next gens, the reason why these guys can play until they're 60 is because there's no, no, there's no more next gens. So yeah, who's yeah. to stop what they are doing? Who's to stop, you know, Rafa's not coming back. I mean, his, his next time he plays is going to be a farewell tour. That's the reason why I had some hope for this match, because I thought that, Medvedev played the type of style that could push Djokovic. They're essentially the same player in a lot of ways, which is why the match was kind of boring. You know, what they say in boxing, styles make fights. Their mm -hmm. styles are so similar. You can, like, marvel at the ball striking, but there was no contrast. Nothing. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's the challenge well, with these two types of players. I've been saying it too, is that they are made better by their opponents. Especially Novak. Yeah. That that's like a wall. You're watching a wall play. So you need somebody who's gonna be doing something on the court. And I all the rallies were the same. That's right. Twenty plus somebody so many over times. at the end. <laughs> There were so many times that Medvedev could have ended points and he just hit it back to him. My problem with today was the Medvedev we got against Alcaraz was not the Medvedev we got today. But it's a different player, though. Yeah, I get that. But his energy level wasn't the same. He was not as aggressive. I it, yeah. I was not the same for me, and I also think in if, a final and maybe. A but I think he wanted to prove sure, a point. Sure, right. But I think well, he needed to it prove didn't a point work. against Carlos. I think he well, needed yeah. to prove a point against Carlos. I think the he match didn't have he a point against Nole. It, but I but, think he played better tennis it, against Carlos. But, but but in the sense that you know, if you lose to Nole, it's whatever, right? Because yes. it's like it's you know, he's expected to lose that match anyway, okay. right? Like there was no point in thinking that you know. He said it himself, you know, like he doesn't really beat these guys and whatever, right? Um, but I think he didn't want to be coming. I mean, Carlos has, has, in essence, embarrassed Medvedev the last two time they played in Indian Wells at Wimbledon. Medvedev looked like he was ranked 50 in the world. Medvedev looked like a fucking beast when he was playing Carlos the other night. Right. He did not look like that tonight. But, and he no. had opportunities to look like that. He was making poor decisions. You don't have Novak halfway off the court and you don't hit it to the open court. He did that time and time and time again. That is true. And it was but, you know, frustrating I, I to watch. He did I not mean, play smart tennis. Right, that is true. But you know, the thing about with Nole, and I think we discussed this with Carlos, is that the thing with Nole when you're playing Nole at this point with these guys is that they're expected to be perfect throughout. And I think that pressure, you know, is killing them and choking them. He's killing having them. trouble. Well, I'm not buying that. We weren't even expecting no um I wasn't expecting Medvedev to be perfect. I just expected him to be present. His brain was not on the court. Correct. Like, uh, I mean, nine he played. Out of, he, he got exactly what points. he deserved. Yeah, he restarted points time and time again. And especially yep. in that second set, when Djokovic looked like he realized the audience was like, wait a minute, it's going to be over in 90 minutes? I, I'm What's going on? And then he started doing that weird thing he does where it's like he starts doing himself a disservice in the middle of... Because he was comfortably on the way to breaking Djok- to breaking um, Medvedev in the second set. Comfortably. And then suddenly he started breathing heavy, bending over. Yeah, um, that, that's, a, that's the thing I don't like about I was Nola. Like, what it's just was like, that? Ooh. It Girl, was weird. I mean, one Adam, of the many things. I, I no, just don't like fine. that. But even in that game, even in that gimme game, let me hit the ball right back to him. Open yeah. court. You had <laughs> set point. You went <laughs> for set point, and then you throw it away. Even Nola was laughing at you. It was just like, the fuck are you doing? Nola, like, like Nola was prepared to play full set. set. I'm giving you the yeah. second set. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nola was prepared to play full sets. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought that the thing that was really sort of jarring about this match was one, uh, I don't think that Medvedev played smart at all throughout the match. Yep. Um, there was no there, there was no adjustment. He gave away serve and volley in the deuce ev- from start to finish. <laughs> so he stupid. did not move up. He didn't move Never. up at all. It's like 
It's which like, he you're did not, against Alcaraz. Which he did he against was willing to be aggressive against Alcaraz. That's right. You've got to change your positioning a tiny bit. He I mean, gave he, it away looked, the entire match. It was like he didn't, he made no adjustment on that. The second thing that he did was it reminded me of the, the one thing that these guys, that these three guys have done in terms of creating the the modern era that we have now. Before you had guys who were specialists and better on one court on you know in one major than the other than the next and then all of a sudden they're supermen on every single surface yeah. Yeah. and what you have with the, with with this is there's no way you're going to beat Novak Djokovic from behind a baseline and the number of times he had a chance nope. to close the number of times <laughs> yeah. he had a chance to come to net he didn't he looked like Rublev I'm like what is there like an invisible fence there on the baseline where you're just not it was like he had this string forward? pulling him well and he would go backwards so often. And he the played thing, like a junior. He played like a junior. <laughs> well, he also played like he was confused. I mean, maybe he, the, maybe they didn't come up with a, an effective game plan, or he they got certainly stuck didn't. mentally. He seemed like he was just stuck mentally there. Yeah, and he also didn't. He also played the way. And Andrew, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna offend you right now, but I apologize. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it up to you in person. I promise. <laughs> He reminded me a little bit of our of your very very good friend Casper Ruud that he was afraid of him when he played when he played oh, Nadal shit. he was a, he played like he was afraid of him he didn't yeah. take that back take that back we're friends here we are friends here he did, he did take not that back Howard. you know what you I'm, I'm looking at Andre oh, no. and you have disrespected Casper you disrespected okay? the Casper but no I'm I'm responding to Karen Karen in the in the chat he said he felt like he could take Djokovic like never yeah. Do not buy into the exhaustion. That can't be your game plan. That can't be your game plan. The only thing that could possibly make sense here is if he was trying to. Maybe I'm gonna destroy this man. No, he said he was trying to take Djokovic's legs. I heard him say that. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense given who Djokovic had been. (laughs) I said to I said to Maya, "What does he think he is? A twenty fucking year old Rafa?" Like this isn't working. This will never work. Never. I don't give a fuck if he's thirty six. Well, yeah, and we talked about that in the um in the in the chat while we were watching the match. Was yeah, that it was just like that, that could be the he was making so many bad decisions. I was like, maybe you're doing the whole rope a dope. Let him take the first two sets, and then I'm gonna show you Why? For the next three sets, and I'm gonna leave you out here. I'm gonna have him take a wheelchair because my plan out here is to put you into retirement. But I was just like, well, even that doesn't even make yeah, any sense. Yeah, and it, because it really, it's at some knowledge. point you're not. At like, some point you're not wrong. Jack Sock. But at some point you're not wrong, right? At, <laughs> some, at some point you have to say, um, thirty-six. I mean, that's the reason why I thought that Medvedev was going to beat Nadal in Melbourne. I'm like, thirty-six-year-old legs are still thirty-six-year-old legs, but that, but not the way Novak is conditioned, and not the way the match was going. Like yeah. you could, I think he could have gotten away with that if he had gotten the first set. Yep. But if he had gotten the first set and then you play a 90 minute second set and then you get that set, then maybe Novak starts to think like, man, I got to play two more hours to win this match. Right. He'd already lost the first set. But Novak had already been efficient. So this is my thing. And I I notice that players are like this all the time. And I I understand that they want to have a purity mindset, but there's no way. You are still buying the I'm exhausted Djokovic from no Like it's fine if he starts tripping over his legs, which he does, or dropping the racket or getting like exhausted. But then he's he's running back and forth That's in right. a 40 shot rally and not in breathing every heavy point. every in point every thereafter. So I got you a, cannot mm-hmm. 
believe that narrative in the middle of it that he's, old. <laughs> and he's not giving up on any point. I know like, it's not like he's just like I'm not. you remember in 2000, I mean we're old, but in 2000 I think it was when Pete Sampras won Wimbledon. I think he was injured. And Pete Sampras said, I'm not going for any ball that I know I don't think I'm going to win that point. So at yep. some point I'm just not even playing. I'm just going to hit it and if I'm close to it, I get it. If I don't, let it go. So but you he was being efficient. That is never Nole. Nole's job is to humiliate the other player. You know, you mean it's, like humiliate, like reaching over the net, coming over the no. net when your guy goes oh, down man. and help I him know. up? I mean, oh, I man. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Medvedev looked like he was ready to go for a street fight in that moment. Like, like, get uh, away. Uh, uh, do uh-uh. not touch me right now. <laughs> he gave him the finger hard. wag, boom, boom, go. But and he was smiling. Come on, get up. But that is Nole's point every single time. Yeah. At you that know, point, like he, Nole's out there to, to embarrass the opponent and demonstrate that I'm going to come back after you take a two-set lead. I'm going to treat this like it's a fresh new match. You will not score another break point against my serve. And he's usually pretty damn effective about it. So yeah, I yeah. feel like at this point in time, we all need to stop with the fake. Oh my God! No, there's I think only he's one really way, exactly, not doing but, well. Come on. Yeah, there's only well, one way that you can look at Novak and say, okay, he's actually gassed, and that's when he's hitting the ball in the middle of the net, or yep. he, he's spraying the ball long. But he was, he was, his shots. In fact, I think they mentioned it on the broadcast, and I got a text from one of my friends who sent me a message that said, "Djokovic injured?" Question mark. And I sent a message back in all caps. Does that man look hurt to you? <laughs> I mean, no. Derek Edwardson said that, you know, no, there were 37 or 41 points up at net. <laughs> you are not injured. You are, and, this, and this is the thing I don't, I mean, like, you look at, um, I mean, like, no lay match against his opponent, his countryman. Yeah. Down two sets. No, Laszlo Jerry. He looked, exactly. he did not look fussed at all. Nope. So he's going to no three sets and that's going to be it. No fuss. It was, you know what? I think this is my thing with Nole, and I get it. I get it, dude. I I feel like, I feel like Novak has this moment. There there are moments when Novak is not fit, and we all know it. We all recognize it. The serve goes. They're just more tell. They're, they're signs, right? We can always tell that. But you've got to be able to recognize the rope dope Novak. Yeah. And the really done and dusted Novak. Okay, yeah. if you want to see the 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 rope dope Novak? Look at today. If you if you want to see the Novak is in trouble, look at against Stan in 2016. Yeah, that's Stan, a different Stan conversation. 2016, it was like, oh, he's not coming back in this one. Oh, he's actually getting whooped. But yeah, I mean, beyond beyond what Novak did today, because really it wasn't anything special. He just he didn't even have to fucking run that he much. Didn't even, no, he didn't I, even have to play. Hard. If if Medvedev's plan was to try to wear him down, like you didn't even try to truly execute that. That can't be your plan when you don't even make him run. Hit every fucking ball cross court, and we know you can rip that shit up the line. We maybe saw that shot four or five times. Like he just didn't show up, Little and girl, that was. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm fine with Novak harsh. winning another. No, it's true. It is so true. The Medvedev just not, he did not serve well like he did. He didn't serve well. Medvedev moved well, but he had to move too damn much. But he didn't make he didn't make Novak move. No. So if your game plan is to wear him down, you can't do that if you're gonna fucking hit the ball back right to him I mean, every time you, where he only has to take two steps to hit it. You can't do that. That was just boring and yeah, dumb. Well, you know, so the you know final like you know what this sound like? It sounds like Yelena Astapenko. I expected more from Coco. 
Well, no, I don't. I, I, don't, I, Janina, I don't know. He says that he didn't play well. What were his numbers? What were what was what was um Med, Medi's numbers? Was he I don't know what the fuck his numbers were. Shit, shit, I just didn't get the feeling that he served as well. But maybe his numbers held up. Well, Howard usually has. The well, numbers. I mean, no, he didn't. I mean, no was breaking him at will. The biggest no, problem. The, the second serve Wait. was what let him down. The second serve in the in the second set, I think he was only winning thirty three percent. We know that matches are won and lost on that second serve percentage, and Medvedev basically didn't have a second serve today. Yeah, if you want to know how yeah. Novak is going to fare, especially on hard court, Clay is a different animal. But on hard court, are you getting into his service games? And the fact that he only faced three break points the entire match yep. he won 53 percent of his seconds he won 81 percent of his first serve points i mean you're not going to win this match you're not even going to come close especially when you're you know it, this match was so surgically djokovic that yeah. djokovic only had six break points yeah as well I know that, but he, and it I was know really funny like did you see the end he he ran up in that crowd first of all let me just say if you've got 24 stop running up into the court like come on what are you running up in the stands for? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, let, he wanted just... to cry with his team and hug his daughter. Let him cry. Have moment. He was like he all want... rampy. And I was like, honey, you acted like you just crossed the desert. Dude, stop it. You just yeah. want a comfortable this match. Thing, this is the thing I don't like. I, I find that he always thinks that yeah. he has to interject some kind of dramatic. Well, otherwise, those matches are boring. Element to it. You, you remember, it. Um, <laughs> I think it's 2012 Australian Open. Where, oh, um, like, one. whenever, hey, Dwayne, actually, I mean, any <laughs> let, let me let me take that back. Anytime Nola is in the circumstances of like winning a major or runner up, uh, comfortably or whatever, he talks about the injuries. I came back, I came <laughs> back from the drink. Meanwhile, Nola is out here looking bigger and stronger than anybody else. In the I was court. just gonna say, well, Maya mentioned <laughs> while we were watching the match, you see his bitter. legs. His He's legs bigger. are bigger. He's he bigger. ain't missed which a is, leg day in a minute. Which is, which is different for a tennis player who's typically, they have to be like marathon runners. Lean, no. He's, he's got thicker. His legs are bigger. He is muscle. far more muscular than he has been in the last few years. He's eating no bread. Doubt. But you know what? He's Listen, eating bread. He definitely eats bread. He ain't right, well, no damn minutes. bread. That's 20 yeah, that's too much on Novak. To on the final. <clears throat> well, final is... One last thing on this, though, is that, I mean, I think that <clears throat> at least for me watching this and you were asking earlier, like, I think, I don't know if we were live or not, but what do you do? What do you count? How do you look forward now that, now that the, the big three battle is over and, and, and what, yeah. there, what is there to look forward to? Well, I think that, you know, on the men's side going forward now, obviously Novak is just counting slams. <laughs> He's just adding yeah, to the pile, but, yeah. but I think the most important thing going forward, and that's why I had so much hope for this match was, until you started to get to the quarterfinals, this was a bad tournament. It still um, is. Still I really didn't think that there was. I really still didn't. Was on the men's side. Well, I mean, but I think until until you got to Sinner Zarev, there really it was like there's no suspense here. So as of today, when you start counting, how many players are you really counting that you one want to watch and two believe can win? And at this late stage, it's still like two guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, this, this game I know they ain't selling oh. tickets. No, this game needs tickets. this game needs Medvedev to like step up. I mean, it needs Medvedev as much. Well, listen, I mean, the weird thing about it is, listen, Novak was going for twenty four, y'all, 
and maybe I'm just not on X anymore, but who remember that? Like, literally was not a storyline. Like, usually... No, no one... Well, you know what people are going to remember? teenagers this year. No, I know, but usually you're creating a storyline on, on each side, right? The women's story was killer this year. Lots of things to say over that side. But on the men's side, there was nothing to be said about... no Because there was nothing to be said about Novak. All people were hoping for was that Carlos would meet him in the final. When that didn't happen, there wasn't a story. And yeah. there had there wasn't a story on the entire side because many of the folks who had been thought they would get to second week, some of the younger kids didn't even make it out of first week. Oh, you had both wrong. You know, Runa, um, that that one that that never that always chokes against Rafa or just in finals general generally. Casper, rude. Look at look at the disrespect. Ben Sheldon was a story, except for the fact that although well, we'll talk yeah, about Ben Sheldon. Novak called and hung up on him. Yes, let's oh, talk about shit. Ben Sheldon later. But I, you know, for me though, honestly, I penciled Novak into the final, and then I just watched everybody else. I was like, well, what are the other people doing? I feel like that's, to my point, that that's the thing that I think is, is happening in the future, Howard. You're like, what's the next step? Pencil Novak into the final and then watch how all the other players play. The problem with that is that has never been the way that ESPN and anyone else covers the men's tour. And they are not prepared for covering the men's tour. Well, the they're not going to. They, what they're it going to do is now, you were at the tournament, so you didn't get as much of the coverage as the rest of us did because you were actually watching it live. But the the approach is to sell this game through the United States on the men's and the women's side. That's the strategy. <clears throat> and the question is, is that, remember last year at this very time, we had, <clears throat> well, a few days earlier, we had Francis Tiafo crying, saying, I will win this tournament. And then you ha- you know, you've got Tommy Paul, you've got... Taylor Fritz, you've got Tiafo, and now you've got Ben Shelton, but you've got three of the top 15 players from the United States, and that's how they're going to try to sell this game. But I don't look at any of those three as guaranteed late second-week players. Or competitive competitive second-weekers, because that's the other thing, right? It's like it's one thing if you're worrying about the final – but let's talk about the quarterfinals. Let's but talk Tiafo about, did like, get there pretty comfortably. But yeah. I think, but but you know, ESPN covers the majors and they look at American men like we're at a two fifty in Tennessee. <laughs> 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 let's be one hundred. Let's be let's be one hundred. First like, of all, no what's point. wrong with Tennessee? <laughs> I mean, at no Lots point. Of because here's the thing, though. Here's the problem. Ben Shelton was the one who got to the semis. Yeah. Not Tiafo, not Tommy Paul, not not Fritz. Fritz Fritz showed up to Nole having not dropped a set. There's nowhere to be seen. And And had chances though. Let me tell you something, because that heat was hot. That 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 stadium was hot and roasting. And could not capitalize on any of his breakpoint chances. I don't wanna I don't wanna be an asshole because you know. I think but there's a butt attached to this. But 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 you know, there is still <laughs> a But you see, American players, men particularly, I don't want to hear shit about how it's hot over there. If y'all ain't learned shit from Jack Sock years upon years coming off of that coat in a wheelchair, even when there was no roof. If y'all don't get y'all shit together and go, go train in the Nevada desert or some shit, because y'all ain't winning this shit. 
What are y'all training? Well, let's let's no. back up a little bit. Let's back up. Because TFO played well. He did not play well against Ben Shelton. I don't really know what happened there. I don't let's know if talk he... Let's about it. Let's talk about that. I, he, I, he it, I, I was excited. About, ben Shelton was a joy to watch start to finish. I'll say that. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed him in singles. I enjoyed him in doubles. I didn't think he had a shot against Novak, but we all know that there's something special against a young up and coming player that has nothing to lose. And I was hoping that he, he started to find his game late, but it was too late. Um, I think that he may be, you know, he hopefully will be one to watch that can stick around that TFO Shelton match. I, it was like TFO went away. He didn't know what the fuck to do. He didn't play as good as he'd been playing. He looked like he ran out of that energy. Point. His game he ran just out looked, of... yeah. He and which is weird because that motherfucker is fit. You see, so maybe he's not see, I'm, fit. I'm, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm going to put a question mark. American men, most of them, most of the time, look Instagram fit. You can oh take God. a picture and they no, look cute. No, TFO is fit. no, 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 no. No, listen to me. <coughs> if you check, check the record. TFO has just won his. I think it was last year that TFO yeah, won, his, he won first his first fifth set. Five, five set yeah. <laughs> And typically, TFO has a habit of like fighting desperately for the second set and then take either bagel and a breadstick in the third or the fifth set. Like, this, is, this has been a problem. So, I don't know if it's not even a fitness. And the other part component to I the, think it's his game. I don't element. think it's his fitness. But also, honestly. they don't have their game is predictable. Their game is one is two dimensional because one dimension is not a thing. Their game is two dimensional. There isn't a thing that most American men is not going to do, but try to come with a bomb for a serve, and try to hit you off with the court with a forehand. Right. Shelton might be different because being a lefty, he gotta come to net. <laughs> he just gotta like. Well, and he's got a decent net game, but Francis has a decent net game too. But he has mm, a wonky game. Not without wonky forehand though. See, mm. I just said he's got it's wonky, but he plays all over the court. But his shots are weird. I mean, they just look funny, and I, then you come up, you get to a player that, you know, technically I don't know if is I'm better. There's no fight in him. Like I saw, like Karen said, listen, there was plenty of fighting him against Rafa. I just think something. Sometimes you're going up against somebody who you've watched a lot. And you absolutely want to take them down. I thought the incentive yeah. was there for TFO last yeah. year. I don't know if the incentive was not as strong in the bed match. Also, Do you think he underestimated him? I think he and listen, I, I think I, so. I think Shelton I think also so. stole the crowd from yes, him. Yes, from TFO. Well, and Chad says there. that listen, Chad said that TFO loss was more mental. And if Chad says it, I'm gonna believe well, it. No, I he's do think it this, was a little bit of he's mental. Got the because... inside scoop. I'm watching me. that match, and it felt like it was on Ben's racket. Like it felt it did. like he ben played was really, really well. The risks was willing to go for his shots, and it felt like TFO got very cautious. Like TFO suddenly realized that he was supposed to be the one to win this match, and he well, and Ben was hitting very... him off the court. I mean, well, no, there were some just... there were some points where they were both hitting really well. I just thought that there were. These moments where Ben decided, oh well, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna I go think for I this. can do this. And Ben already that. had the juice, right? Ben took yeah. down Tommy Paul, who was playing really well. Yeah. Tommy Paul had to like his chance. Listen, Tommy Paul was pissed. So let me tell you something. He the sure tea was. is they all 
think Ben's game is, as Real said, two-dimensional, not that well, strong. And I think they were all a little bit salty. Cocky and they were cocky. <laughs> they thought they were going to roll up. This this was a let. This was a Sam Stosa in Melbourne. This is a gimme match. Oh, I yeah. got Sam in the first round in Melbourne. Oh, I'm going to be in the second round. No question asked. And well, they, I think they mm-hmm. saw themselves in the second. They saw themselves in the next round. But Ben Shelton said, hold up. This well, money, I, this is the best money I'm going to get in a long time. Yeah. I'm trying to get as much of U.S. Open money as possible. So, and he yeah. played a lot of tennis. And he only continued to get better until he hit that fucking Novak wall. Well, I think and if he would have had some more time, he would have. Wait, what, what's the thing? Sorry. So I was just going to say that that you also are, when you're looking at a guy like Shelton, the way he plays, um, he can be streaky because he's a he's, he hits big. I mean, yep. And these are the type of guys you don't necessarily want to play because when you're what happened with Ben Shelton this week was he went completely against what he had been all year, which was he can't return. He's one of the worst returners. Yeah. He and Christopher yes. Eagles are the two worst returners. And he was out there yep. returning serves and blocking serves back and suddenly playing in a way that he hadn't played all year. And I think that the tough thing about watching American players play and Reels brought this up and it's a great point which is why I have no faith in watching these guys play is because once they get broken for yeah. the most part that's it they don't know yeah. how to come back with defense they don't know how to turn a match Step around without the big serve. and work their way and work their way <laughs> back into the match exactly and so no, it's not Shelton breaking not once but twice in the same set it's like what is who is this guy it's not Chris Eubank shade it's just that one of the things that we've been noticing is the return game on the men's side is just really bad. Well, it's a big, yeah. it's a big fear. It's a um, big it, challenge. Which is them. crazy because you see, my thing is that I don't like my chances in a tiebreak. My my point is to break you and serve it out. I'll break you for the set. My yeah, chances we don't want to do a tiebreak. Big, big well, servers a... do not fare well in the tiebreaker. Yeah, because you just you need to at least play a, yeah you point. need to at least return well you know because you, you need I a point you need at least no you need at least well because I always remember this about Federer in tie breaks because I was I was like okay I'm not right about Federer in tie break because his serve will come but in a big server it's like finally he gets the return in a tie break you know how many times he'll be playing these big servers and you're watching him and he gets into the tie break and like he's got you. He knows he's going to get one or two of your returns. Because they they don't, they don't have a third ball. Their thing is just like, get a big serve in and go for the big swing. One, two punch. Okay. Can I do, okay, let me do, let's, let me do a little confessional. I Uh will say I saw Ben live Mm -hmm. at, um, in Washington, DC, sitting down there with Deb Taylor on the chat. We were watching him, and I saw him play doubles, and I was not convinced. I was like, "What?" what, what? I was like, "He was horrible doubles player." I was like, "Does this kid know how to hit rallies?" No, I really was because I hadn't really sat and watched a full match, and so of course, my first sitting down and watching him with a full match was the TFO match, and I was like, first of all, I can see why Federer signed you." Second, like he was really, he was coming in. Like I was like, I hadn't seen that sort of all court coverage by him. I didn't see that in DC. Like I didn't realize. Well, and you know, you figure someone... though, but yeah, he's I had practice like, oh. since DC, right? So well, he's been yeah, playing these doubles, he... and... and also he's playing. He's to more the comfortable. Court. Well, yeah, like he was all he was moving across the court, like, and when he got broken, he was like, no, no worries, boo, I can get back in this. He, well, you know really... what Chad just said. <laughs> 
in the in the chat, Chad just said Ben was bold, and that's a good way to put it because he was bold this whole tournament. I mean, clearly he did what he did what everybody you know, and nobody thought he was going to get to the damn semi. He had a slight he had a slight Carlos vibe, which in the sense that he, I mean, he's got that that energy that Carlos has, which is that it feels like they're not really playing to lose. They're having fun. They're having fun out there. Mm -hmm. And that matters. You know know what I mean? Something weird. Medvedev did not have fun today. No, no, no. (laughs) Carlos was, I mean, like, obviously Carlos is more effective, right? But there was, like, a similarity in terms of their ability to forget their mistakes on the board. Yeah, I'm playing each point. I'm playing each point. He was, and he was Short-term memory. Yeah, right? And his dad, I was watching his dad, and his dad was laughing the whole time. His dad probably told him, honey, you're out here to learn. Go, go big or go home. Exactly. (laughs) And you win, you make tons of money. You're not doing this for free. And, and also, there's a moment in, in every match as you continue. Because remember, I mean, he's really just now getting on tour. Yeah, so he's starting to here. learn. And there's a moment in each match where you go, wait a minute. I can hurt this guy, but he can't hurt me. Yep. And, I'm hurt, yeah. and I'm hurting a lot of these guys. And so I can actually yeah. bring it in a way that they can't. And And that's how you begin to know whether or not you can play at this level at a high level or whether you're constantly going to be up against it. And I yeah. think that for for Shelton, this tournament sort of told him, at least on hard court, yep. I'm not I afraid of anybody here, really. Yeah, I, really I can do that. this. Listen, I court. thought he was complete joy. I enjoyed yeah, him so much. Fun. He was fun to watch. Because there are no fun guys over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, I want him and Taylor Townsend to play doubles forever. <laughs> I loved well, that. Well, that was the other thing, Janina. Can I just interrupt for one quick second there in terms of the coverage? Is that in addition to having the you know to having ESPN just completely go full American, it also did something that we haven't seen in a very long time in coverage. They were showing doubles and they were showing mixed because the Americans were playing together. Uh, yeah, we saw a lot of doubles this tournament that we would not normally it's see. An Olympic oh, it's an Olympic year, so people trying yep. to get their spot together. All yeah, right, let's do it. Taylor and Ben were so fun. Yeah, they showed the Taylor Townsend Layla Fernandez doubles match, and they played. They showed that match over. I think where Vrinka was playing. Um, yep. Center. They okay, showed that match purely. Oh, you see, I see. I don't. I, I don't. I don't even get this because you see, I watch tennis on ESPN Plus. Yes, you're so watching online. Sing- mm-hmm. So I, there isn't a single court that I don't get. But you're to not, see. exactly, but on the main I don't channel, you got to pick and choose. Yeah, I get women's doubles on the main channel over a top ten yeah. player. Yep, on the on the Listen, cable channel. Was it a top ten male player? Because they knew what side their bed was butter. It was Yannick Center. Yeah, that uh, Center. Well. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, we, it was. So let me ask you all. Let's mm-hmm. be fair here. Who do you think has the best upside from Sheldon to TFO? What sure. about Paul and Fritz? Are we talking so all about, about them, or just those? No, 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 I mean, no, no, no. No, we're talking no. about the two. We're talking about the two black boys right now. We can go back <laughs> to the other two, but I'm no. just. I think you were just talking Americans. I'm sorry. No, we're talking. I about feel like because I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with Chad. Chad was feeling it. Chad was feeling well, it. Well, this is I, this I is could, I, how I smell I see that it. Chad. I could smell that Chad is not feeling Benjamin. He's right. Well, you know where I'm going with this. He's he, not he, on the train. It, so this is this is my my answer to you, Andrine, is I like TFO. I've been a fan. I have been waiting for him for a long time, and I'm not seeing him progress. So I'm excited to still watch him, 
but I'm more excited in this moment right now to see somebody else, young American, black. Is that recency bias, though, because he had a big tournament? Because Ben Shelton had a terrible summer. Yeah. I've never watched Ben until this tournament, full disclosure. I've heard his name. I had, yeah, I know I heard that, but I never watched him. But I'm saying right from watching this tournament, seeing how he performed, he did things that people did not expect him to do. Nobody expected him to get so deep. Nobody did in singles or doubles. And he did really well. So um, has TFO ever been in a semifinal of a Grand Slam? Last year. Where? Last year. Where? That's Australia? That's how we oh. yeah. I don't see I don't even remember him. That was his breakthrough. <laughs> well, oh. it's been a long time. He got out of the top ten by losing to Sheldon. He's yeah. not I don't know. He just I don't feel like I I feel like I'm always waiting for him and it's not happening. Well, you have he's been on tour for quite some time. Do okay, I? Because this? he's been on tour for how long? Over no, 10 years. Listen, listen to be honest, no, I will say that TFO has Are you sure? Listen, let's, TFO has performed the video, way Dave. better than people had expected TFO to perform. They did Yes, but I want TFO him to be even better. I want better. No, people were he? not assuming that TFO would ever get to the top 10. They said he was a perennial top 20. And how, he how old is TFO? Bro- he's Chad. 25 years old. Yeah, is. isn't that on yeah. average a good time for people? How many that you know, true. but when you I'm break sorry, in on I'm the sorry. scene when you're young, I've yes. seen him. It he feels played, like he's he been here a long gen. time. He's yeah. played next in, so he is young. Okay, let's let's break down Tiafo real quick. Um, I'm going to answer that question, Andreen, simply by saying, um, I think that Shelton has the bigger upside for one reason, is and that is, I think he's got he's got better strokes. Um, but when you start getting into the altitude, and right now Francis Tiafo is in altitude, he's a top 10 player, and the expectation now is semifinals, right? The, the expectation is he's supposed to win four or five titles a year. He's got three career titles. So once you start hitting the space that he's in right now, he's not a Cinderella story anymore. And so now that you're ex- the expectation is quarterfinals and beyond, his strokes just break down. He's got the ugliest strokes in the game. He's got that shovel backhand. He's got that wonky forehand. He's got that weird sort of slice volley where he's going against his body. He's and like I trying think to slice that, the ball, like exactly, literally. Slice exactly. the ball so in half. <laughs> now when you're starting to get to, you know, can you win with his strokes? Yeah, you can get to the second week. You can get to the round of 16. You can get to the quarters. But he's in, he's in Andre Rublev category, which is now that you're in this space, can your game get you to where Janina expects you to Previously be? Previously occupied and... by Thomas Burdage and David <laughs> That's Ferrer. right. Let us and, not drag. Right. There you go. There you go. I hate well, the Reels, That's exactly the point, right? Reels, I, I don't like point. how they be treating Rublev, okay? Because <laughs> Rublev have enough blood pressure situation <laughs> on himself. You don't need a. You don't need a. a, a, a Rublev is a, a goddamn vampire, pressure. and I think that he may have bitten Zverev. Did you see how he looked? He has clearly bitten somebody. I mean, and when you, yes. you watch, he's probably him. bitten himself. We know he bit Zverev. Listen, Zverev looked like he times. was the Walking Dead after right. that fucking match. <laughs> but, he looked but, dead. He looked dead. dead. But Tiafo is at that point right now, and that's. You know, you're 25 years old. You're a top 10 player. You're going to fall back because you didn't defend your semifinal points. 
But well, he was very disappointed in himself because and I he knew it. He and he knew that. it because but, but this, that this he's is the thing. But this of is himself. what I don't like about American men. I, I find that they do this for a long time now. Reels, we're not talking about your dating life. How did that get in here? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to Howard get her. Get her, Howard. But no, I, I'm simply saying that American men tend to they tend to be mediocre if middling for the most of the year. And think that the U.S. Open is going to be the Cinderella story, and they're not even going to win it. No, I well, mean, and, and, and why? And I mean, why is that? Because came, his breakthrough came Novak. from Australia. So <laughs> no, I but just... I mean, like there are other opportunities for them. I mean, there's Tennessee. I mean, but there, but there are a bunch of European tournaments that I think they yeah. could be making some well, name for real, themselves. Real, hang, hang no. on a quick second on that too, right? Like number one. There are three things about American players that we have found and they have not overcome it. Number one, big serve, big forehand, can't return. Number yeah, two, barely ever, barely ever win tournaments outside of the United States. Mm -hmm. and, and, number, and number three, unless you're a Sam Query or an Isner and probably a Ben Shelton, right? You're not gonna. Don't be putting Ben in with Quizner and. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, Chad, Chad, Chad is saying y'all better stop with the Tiafoe of slander because he wants. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not even a huge Tiafoe fan, but I'm not gonna do a Tiafoe slander because I actually think that Tiafoe has played above his pay grade for what many people expected, and has actually maintained quite well throughout the year. Well, it's not. It's not Tiafoe slander. You're asking. You're asking a question about his next level. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm. I was just saying. Like yeah, I don't. I'm not saying. I don't think we're trashing TFO. I think we're just now analyzing him within the you know the context of yeah. how far could he go. I think he has done really well for the last year. He maintained very well. He had some wonderful wins last year, and actually, I think for him, he's pretty gutted because he thought that he was a semifinal slam person. Like I think that's what his expectation was for himself this year was to comfortably get to quarterfinals and semis. and he did have he a comfortable that. tournament he did not he said that yeah he did everything he was supposed to do until the money was on the table and that was like now and that's the whole point with a, with a player like him which is now that you can count on the quarters and i think yep. he can i think he can can you count on can your game <clears throat> get you more the next place and i don't and well, i don't say, know I, I don't and, know and that then and and, and then the, the tricky game. thing was in this moment against a newbie it and a friend and a friend yeah well, and, are they and friends he couldn't. calling yes. hanging up on each other yes. no, i'm kidding no um, they're friends <laughs> no 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 I'm, I'm teasing but i i felt like no there were moments when i was watching ben and i was like there's some like el there's some tfo elements here you know like how tfo sometimes flies across the court and is really creative and and goes after his shots like ben was doing that more than tfo was you know like, who ben really TFO, TFO. You know? You know who Ben is actually very similar to in terms of the way he's played, and we'll see if he overcomes it going forward. Is Madison Keys? He's a big Ooh. power guy, and when oh he God, was don't when do he that. was who I'm saying was when he struggled <laughs> when he struggled all summer, he was smashing the ball all over the court. Yeah, and, I and can this see that. and this and you can see that because he's so in love with that power. Yep. I mean, when he's on, he's crazy good, like Madison Keys, and when he's wow. not. I hope you know, he stops. loses you, all You summer. know what happens? You know what happens? No mid-game. Who's the um, shoulder, coach? The is, shoulder, is that his dad? Yeah. The shoulder cannot carry that kind of game. You see, it was already getting cut. Okay, let's talk about the match that I saw okay. live and was dying. 
let's talk about the Sinner and and Zarev match and what can Sinner do to get over these heartbreak losses and do, does Sinner have an upside still or no? Is Sinner has an upside because he can still learn how to play at the fucking net, which he has not yet done. <laughs> you need to get Darren Cahill on this on this pod. Uh, Shit! Can we please? I no, got some things to say. I, I I'm gonna say this, and, and about in men in general, and you know, I guess we can include Rublev and Sinner and Tiafo. What I don't understand about these guys who are in the top ten, you know, you know, besides, I would say Alcaraz. Medvedev asterisk and Novak at this point is that I don't see these guys most of these guys on tour they they have been playing for several months uh, a year and you know they realize they get notes you know you can't do this this needs to be better whatever because Nole because Nole is the person to beat Nole and to beat um, Alcaraz you have to have everything in the book you have to have all the shots in the book you have to have your backhand work and your forehand your serve net game because they, they're asking everything, any and everything of you. But I don't see these guys improving. I see these guys just playing the same shit. We're going to stay at the back of the court and we're going to try to out-hit you and come up with winners. Again, it just seemed like they're going for the Instagram shot. Like, I'm going to get a clip on ESPN. I'm going to get a clip on Instagram Reels or something. Like, I don't see them trying to develop their game. There is, Cena doesn't look any different this year than he looked last year. Yeah, I'm no, that's not true. Play. Yeah, I mean he's that's gotten not true. He's, got, he's probably gotten a little bit better at net, but I think that's probably forced upon him because he just think I'm no. losing too much point. But I don't. I think I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest because you know I've been a center fan for a while. He's gotten exponentially better at the net, but he's so fucking bad it still ain't nowhere close to good. <laughs> he's got a long way to go. That is and the he's truth. And he's that bitter. is the truth. He he's is bitter. bitter. He, but he is much, much, much better at net. But he truly, truly, truly has a long, long way to go. You know who and was better that is at what's net? lacking in his game. Sasha, who taught Sasha that he should start coming into the ah, net? Well, he's mellow. <laughs> mellow. <laughs> what was he? Sixteen of seventeen at the net in that center match. I don't know. No, it was good. No list planning to play. Even Nisovich could say whatever he wants to say. Of course, Nole, Nole. could play to 2028. Next year, Nole's arm could fall off. I mean, these are the things that happen to Nole. Um, <laughs> oh, we should all have Lord. plans. No, I mean, like, no, I was looking at the top guys because wasn't Sinner? Sinner was on the table as a possible finalist, right? Tony said that he got a Gucci bag. Like, how? Like, how, <laughs> how am I penciling Sinner into the finals? Like, <laughs> what, Matt? Like, it's like, listen to me. It was about the draw. I mean, theoretically, listen, it's about, to your point, it's about matchups. Sinner matches up really nicely against Carlos. So at the time, people were like, okay, they were penciling him into that quarterfinal because that's what they wanted. They wanted yeah. that match. When I also so, like they penciled. On, they, they also did Carlos it based on into his, the final, yeah. His, his his ranking. You know, here's the thing about Sinner, um, to me at least. Uh, I actually thought that the the uh, the hype around him was justified for a couple of reasons, and he's very much improved. If you're going to be a Grand Slam champion, ex- with the exception of Wimbledon, because the grass is is a little bit different, you have to break serve around thirty percent, unless you're Roger Federer. You know, <laughs> you got to break serve around 30, 31, 32 percent. That's what they do. Right. Because there's which is why the American players don't have a chance against these guys because they're not putting enough pressure on return. And Sinner was over 30 percent this year and he was holding at 86 percent. It was like, OK, he's actually improving to the point where 
he can get into a Djokovic service game. He can start to play at a level where, you know, he doesn't have to, he's not going to win, you know, all of his games and get one break. He can get multiple breaks and get off the court, right? Mm -hmm. He did that five set deal with, with Alcaraz in a classic match last year. But to Reels's point, I think, I think what you're saying, Reels, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that we're waiting to see that year that you have where you win 65 matches and you win seven or eight titles. When you, the, mm-hmm. the, see, the way you see it with the breakout players, where they literally break out, they don't break out for one tournament. They you break out they for the whole that. year. They don't do that anymore. I was and they, and I was going to say, and that's the thing, is that to this, this new generation of players... Maybe they're not gonna be because then you gotta you gotta play seventy five matches to do that. Right. No, I was realizing that you know because I was thinking about that even with um oh let's not even talk about that poor Canadian boy that is just having the worst year. Um, Felix years. Felix. You know because I was just thinking like there were moments and we all can think about the top guys and know that they've actually made us lazy, right? So you you know there were Rafa moments, there are Fed moments, there are Nole. You remember those matches when you watch them and they completely take control of the match and you, it's over in a blink of yeah. an eye. Yep. Yeah. None of these kids have ever they done a do match that. like because that. Because I don't think they read the, I don't think they read the game well. Because you could see when Nole, Federer and Djokovic are out there. And, and they um, dial into what the opponent is doing and they make a decision. Well, they're in taking their mind. notes, which by the which by they're the way they're taking notes at the beginning. Which they've which already by the done way, the scouts saw... for the player. We saw yesterday. We saw we saw a player yesterday take the match over. Yes, you know and that was the Coco moment. You're it was her moment. I couldn't tell in the match. Before watching. we go there, though, yeah. I just want to say I think there is a man, a younger man, who can do that, Who's and that? I think that that is Sasha. We have to remember that he is on a comeback from a really mm-hmm. serious injury. No, he's but better he, than he can be, yeah. He's better than he, most of the boys left, unfortunately. But he has that ability to take over and to switch a gear and be like, I'm, I'm doing this. We haven't seen it too much since he's come back from that horrible ankle deal. But Although he I have is to that- tell you, because I'm a Sasha stan and I know, I know it's horrible that I am. He does not give a fuck. So Sasha, whatever was going on before where Sasha had decided that he was trying to be a nice guy, he hasn't decided to be that. He's anymore. gone to turn? <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. He, like, he believes in himself in a way that is kind of... Spooky. Well, like, I like not the even interview. cocky, but frightening. I, like, I he... like the interview that he gave where he said, why yep. is everybody talking about Alcaraz? Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought that was important. No, he wasn't. But that's ready always been. Year. That's always but, been who he is, though. But he said it that really when he is. Took him out at the French. He was like, "I'm gonna win that match." So, like, yes, I think that Sasha is actually in a good position to be a challenge for Djokovic. I mm-hmm. think this was. I think this. Was he like plays a, him hard. He plays him hard always. And, yep. He wins and, sometimes. Well, he's fitter he's, than he and has been. His serve, which is the yes. thing that you had to worry about yep. with him, getting was that, three points this year. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. Go off. He better fix that fucking hair. Okay, I don't know what that bet is, but that bet says you gonna look like shit. That yeah. hair is looking. That's a that's a dis. You know, Maria used to have a distressed ponytail. He has a distressed mom. <laughs> I will love. tell you though. How bad, man. Oh, you know what okay, I mean? guys. That I will shit say, look like somebody put perm. Like it's not good. But Dude. I will say this: I really enjoyed having gone there live. The match between him and Grigor was some of the yeah. best tennis. Yes. 
Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of the best yeah. tennis I have on television. It was that was a fun match. Super on fun. Was the nice atmosphere was ridiculous. I mean, and also, but the thing happened to Grigor that always happens to Grigor. His body Grigors. The body said, no miles. man. Yeah. What are you he doing? He's getting old, though, too, guys. You know, you know I, 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 I think of Grigor as having, you know, like in Super Mario Brothers, you have an invincible style. You have like 60 seconds of like <laughs> invincible just, power. You eat the mushroom. Yeah. Like he, like, but it wears off. He gets off. bigger. Because, okay, you know, so... because honestly, <laughs> yeah. Sasha was on that. Sasha was like, if Sasha had dropped the second set, Sasha was going to fight Grigor. It was going to be a fight, yeah. He was going to jump over that net and be like, fuck it, you are not doing things that are <laughs> The slice the fuck was killing Sasha, Make y'all. To me. The knee bend Sasha had to do in that match. Oh, my God. Grigor, so but much. you know what? Grigor, Grigor wasn't in every shot in the book. Grigor played such pretty tennis, though. It was a joy to watch. It was a beautiful tennis to watch live because literally it was not the mind-numbing thing we just saw. And it wasn't even the Sinner Sasha match, which was a lot of the same rallies over and over. I mean, it was all-court tennis, lightning fast, just really fun to watch live. And I... You know, my little Federal fan heart had a little bit of a beat because I was like, "But oh you know, God. I gotta say, but Grigor, Grigor, oh. I would have still, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done that in front of my mother." <laughs> no, then he, then his back seized up. He had chances in the second set tiebreak. First of all, he had chances to take the set before we even got to a tiebreak. Well, no, no, he shouldn't no, have no, been no. in a tiebreak. Yeah, yeah, because he had, he was up a break. Early he was up break. a break. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, but no, but I will always I will always love that match because it was one of the more enjoyable matches and it was Armstrong. Sexy tennis. We can actually see it. Um, you know, it wasn't that crappy um Ash Stadium vibe that we were getting. Um, but it was, you know, it was very good. So from what you all are saying, I'm gonna conclude and then we're gonna come back around to the sad FAA. I'm gonna conclude that you all think that Sasha needs to get in the game because he's the only one that might be competitive with Djokovic. I think Carlos has a chance as well, but Carlos might have a body issue too because he doesn't always it doesn't always hold up week to week. I think Carlos has tactics issues. To be honest, I think that his game got a little stale this summer, and that yes. made him it yep. made him have to stay on the court a little longer. It's like okay, we know the drop shot's coming now, Carlos. Yep, and he got predictable. He got really predictable, and I think it cost him in terms of time on court. And it comes. We need to. That, we need to work. We need to work that self, Juan Carlos Ferrero. We need to get that. I think that Carlos is the real deal. Oh, for sure. Um, Absolutely. I think he's here to stay at the top, no doubt, unless he gets injured crazy. Um, but he, I don't like him. I'll just say that out loud. Why not? Well, that's okay. I don't have any feelings for him. Like I, I like him beating people that I don't care about, but I, I can't. I don't get excited when you I don't see get behind him. him. No, I I'm liking him. I'm liking him. I think he's fun to watch. I really I, I do. Enjoy, I think, and, enjoyed. I think and he's I a lot of fun. He enjoys his tennis, which is which is yes, one of the I few times too, I see one we of fight the, about it, y'all. The, the men, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And, and I've been watching Carlos when like, Carlos was a baby. You know, I didn't. I didn't know you weren't Team Carlos, Andrew. I thought you know what? I, 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 this I, is I, not Team Spanish. 
She's not I, Team España. Well, let me see. Well, I, there's only Marvel one Spanish Spanish play I've ever loved, and that was Juan Carlos Ferrero. So I should like him. But I, so I appreciate him bringing Juan Carlos for our viewing. And David Ferrer in the box this tournament. Girl, no, no. Oh, was no. David Ferrer? He sure was. I missed that. Uh, yes, yes. And he's been there for. He's been there. I think he's been there all, all for the two weeks. Is he part yeah. of the coaching team, or was he just checking out the tennis? He had a credential, um, and he was in the box credential. No, I appreciate Carlos's presence on the tour. He he keeps Nole <laughs> humble. And I like that for our. I like that for our. Well, we need, we need that. for that. Um, we need somebody to silently, you know, do that. Anyway, we, I think we, maybe we Carlos is having. No yeah, but let me just let me just say, I think Carlos maybe because in the chat, he's I'm, I'm seeing Deb said, you know, he's not looked sharp since Wimbledon. Maya agrees. I think he's having a little bit of a letdown. Wimbledon is huge. Um, but but Carlos, and he, I think he looks a little tired. Honestly, yes, Carlos doesn't, let's Carlos just call a spade a spade. Stretches. Carlos is having the same problem that his quote unquote predecessor ever had. His body falls apart midway through yeah. the year. It yeah, always does, right? It's yeah. not sustainable. Yeah, he doesn't for he doesn't a long think. time. His body usually falls Rafa's body usually fell apart in the fall. Yep. Um, same thing. You give it your haul, the clay season takes a lot out of you. I think Carlos went further at the Wimbledon than he expected. Then he mm -hmm. went. He should not have played both Cincy and Canada. Toronto, with these balls. Yeah. We need to stop doing that. You need to pick one or the other. Pick Which one. Sissy yeah. Stefanos, Derek, please. You I was hoping he didn't could. see that. You know he what? Could if break up. Cool. I'm, you Who know what? I would. I about? would like to throw one just quick speed round. Uh, because the one thing that hit me on during this tournament and, and Sitsipas brought it up was. How many guys in the top 10 do you still see on the upswing? Like I'm yeah. looking at Tsitsipas and I was like, are you a are you a He's second week contender anymore? Mm -mm. Flatline. Mm. He needs something. What's totally his rank? New. He needs What's his ranking right seven, now? He was, the, he was the seventh seed. Oh. And, and so yeah. <laughs> So know, he but, should have been second week material. Absolutely. I mean, you know what? I don't think that everything is done for Tsitsipas. Or Tsitsipas. I think his problem is he just needs a. I think he needs a better team behind him. I honestly maybe no that, dimension. Maybe, maybe Novak broke him. No, too it's not about no dimension. Tsitsipas had a good. He needs more. Tsitsipas has a good game. He needs more dimension to his backhand. game. He needs more dimension to the game. That backhand is looking like Federer. Well, what he needs, listen, he's it's backhand looking like Federer, but he doesn't use it like Federer. What he needs is someone to help him hit over on that backhand. Like that about, guy did for Stan. So he just Barbosa needs is better not, coaching. <laughs> Kieran, Bebosa is not a Delilah. She's not sapping any energy. They are in an well, Instagram relationship. Both, they're having a they're both sapping something from each other. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, That's let's talk up. about the ladies. Let's move on. Uh, okay, but let's before talk about we the go, fun part. we do a funeral march for what's going on with FAA, everyone, please? Who's paid attention to him more? I'm I well, how can you pay attention to him? He just that keeps losing. Documentary. That damn documentary <laughs> got these boys. Look, Break point curse. None Break of something. those people have prospered. Not one. Name me. Aratini out. Fritz. Zachary out. Fritz. Fritz. Well, Fritz, Fritz is still. Fritz is doing well. Post the documentary. Uh, is he? Not him in uh, New York Times. No, but honestly, guys, anyone who's seen FAA, like, is there something going on behind the scenes that we just don't know? Like, is there Chad. something happening? Like, Paging he's literally, Chad. like, flat. Like, nothing. He looks happening. like he ain't never fucking played tennis before. Like, what's yeah. going he on? Needs some, he needs to string some wins together. We know this, Chad. 
He used to do that. Why is he not doing that now is the question. Well, can we actually say that? I mean, I think that the one thing we've known about- He had a about, great end of last year, Howard. He had a great end of last year, and it looked like he had finally gotten over the hump because he had gone, what, 0-7, 0-8 in yes. finals. But he was getting to those finals, which is, yep. which is something. I, I think, you know, may, maybe Uncle Tony didn't do him any favors. He hasn't really recovered from the French of last year. I didn't think so either. I saw that break um, point and I still hate Uncle Tony. Right. Um, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> not good. I, I will say this about, about FAA. He strikes me as this modern player, you know, and I'm just going to say this, this modern player, they're all kind of looking the same. If you look at Fritz, six four and a half, six five. Sinner, six four. FAA six four. That height, that type of player, not quite in the six two, six three. Federer, Nadal, Murray range, but getting a little higher, but not quite Isner and Medvedev. Yeah. That type of player, their returns go off, their forehands go off, and it's just yeah. that size of player. I don't think he's really figured out. I think his game has flatlined. He's a big serve, yeah. big forehand guy. He's not an all-court guy. He can't stay completely behind the baseline. And I just don't think he knows what his game is now that people have sort of figured out what he's going to bring. He hasn't yeah. he, he hasn't added that next layer yet. Plus, he also, also I also think seem, he seems flat in general. Like, and he exactly. And also, he doesn't seem like a happy tennis player. No, no, nope, not at nope, all. Nope, nope, not he at seems all. miserable on court. But the other thing I would say, and I think it goes back to a point I was trying to make when it comes to when we're talking about fitness with Tiafo. I think these guys are fit to defend, but they're not fit to be offensive. They just use their fitness to basically run down balls and whatever, but they're not using their fitness as a way, as a component to their game, to mm. add to their game in terms of be offensive, to switch from defense and do something offensively, which again, the top players have to be able to do the, the top consistent players to be consistent and to win those kind of crazy points both on the men and the women's side you have to move from defense to offense you sure do you, you, you have know, to be able to the do thing that. i keep thinking about with fritz is not fritz with um faa is i remember when he was on that really nice run at wimbledon and then he encountered um curios and curios said later on that he knew he could switch it up in the middle of that match and take control of that match from because at the end of the day he thought that FAA was pretty predictable and it was so true no and it it's is. still true you know it goes back to the larger point that we've been making on these shows and in our chats for the last few years which is you know and it brings us back to Djokovic you need something to chase what it what is going to drive you and I actually thought it was going to be Alcaraz. I thought that Alcaraz was going to be the guy when you're looking at this 19, 20-year-old who's running by everybody and it's going to force you to be a better player. It's going to make you decide if you want it. The question that I have with all players in all the sports that I cover now is it is harder today to be a great player than ever before because you were going to get the endorsements of a great player. You're going to get the visibility of a great player. You're going to get the hype of a great player without actually having to be a great player. Okay, can and I so, tell you? I think it's. I also think it's the the idea that um, Carlos and Djokovic are aspirational is a bit of a setup. I don't think everyone treats Alcaraz like he's an unusual animal. Nobody says, "Oh, I want to do what he does." They go, "Oh, he's a unique." All the players do that. They do that like, "Oh, he's an exception." It doesn't set them on a course to chase him. No, that's what I'm way. saying. When I bring up Djokovic injury, what I'm saying is, is that Novak looked at Rafa and Roger and said, I'm coming. I need to get them. 
Who is well, Carlos right. saying I got to come after? Who are they? Like, for example, and it was a very awkward thing. And I know we're moving into the women's, so I will maybe segue into this. It was a very awkward moment for me when uh, Coco had beaten Ostapenko. And I think it was Ostapenko. And Pam Shriver was like, Naomi Osaka is here in the oh, audience. Oh, God, that was horrible. And... and it was really cringy because I felt I, I was like, what's going to happen? Because we we love our narratives and we assume that everybody here is tight. And I'm like, are they tight? Because I don't doesn't no, seem tight, tight to me. They don't seem tight. It, exactly. But the one thing about it is, is that when you look at a player like Coco Goff, it is very, very, very clear for now, at least that being great is important to her. Like being mm -hmm. a really good player. It's not. You know, Naomi Osaka, I want to and I want to play tennis so I can buy my mom a house. It was I want to be really good at this. I want to be in the I want to be in the pantheon. I want to be on track. I want to be part of the Venus Serena legacy. As she said, she's playing for something that I don't know if FAA is playing for this. I don't know what. But you know what? How can for. they? Can This is one of those. moments. Yeah, because that mountain seems insurmountable. Doesn't yeah, it? this is the difference. I mean, the are, women's side is open. Who got what? Nearly yeah. 70 majors combined. How can them, how, but how can that be? How no, can that this be is when... what we said. We said this mm -hmm. all along. Men play their position. They always play. Women do not. And that's so Carlos isn't did. playing his position. And he didn't, he but, just beat Novak at Wimbledon. But that's because, Nobody would have bet on that in a million that's years. That, that's so, injury. That's injury. But that's, but that's who he is, though. But this is what I'm yeah. saying. But men tend to play their position. They're like, oh, he's he's the number one. I'm gonna, but Novak's number one Kasparucci tenure. Without saying it, no, but Nova's number one tenor is not the thing that is inspiring you. And I know people don't want to hear that, but that that is not the kind of man that you look at and you say, I want that. What is the thing that he's bringing that is gonna inspire you to do the same thing? It doesn't do that. And but I think to what. To Howard's point, what he was just saying, like, you're right. Absolutely. There isn't anybody on tour. Everybody gives Novak his props, but he doesn't get that love and admiration from the players, from the crowd, from no one, really. I mean, but get, it's not but just love and my admiration. Point, hold on. Mm -hmm. He gets admiration. But my, but my point is, Howard was just saying, like, you know, who, who are these men going to chase, right? Because Coco is chasing something and she wants to be something. Well, all y'all just watched this young dude come up and knock out what you supposedly been chasing. So step back, take a look. You don't want to chase Novak. Maybe you need to chase Carlos. I don't know. Pick a or person. Or you're not even chasing a person, though. This is different. Because the one thing, I mean, I think what people, what, what Federa and Rafa did to the tour was to change their own conceptualization of how to be good on a tour. They professionalized the tour. That's different than chasing, right? Like Coco is trying to get better at her game. And by virtue of that, she's also going to be beating people. You don't see the same sort of level of, I don't say it's not commitment, but it's like, it's not clear to me what the men are chasing. What well, they're but trying you, my, to my, my point to that, Indreen, is I agree with all of that. But I would add one thing, which is, I don't care what it is. It's got to be something. Something. Well, that's it's the gotta, thing. What is you know, the thing? <laughs> what is the thing? It's got to be something to, to, to make you, like, for example, Step I think outside. Novak the has men, shifted. But you mean, I think you know, the men come off in my mind as workers in an office. I'm here to collect <laughs> a check. I might get a little promotion. I'm here trying to make some money. 
I want to retire. Yeah, they're already beaten in how, the locker room. But how yeah. hard? But Reels, let me ask you a question. Like this is, and I, I guess we're going to talk about this with Coco as well. But I think this is the existential question of sports, especially in an individual sport like tennis, because you know you saw yesterday. Here's your check, Coco, for three point two million dollars. Right? Mm-hmm. The you have to have a reason for why you're out there. And when Novak says, I play to rewrite the history, he's playing against history, right? You know, when you look at Coco- I don't know if he's, he's lying. What he's trying to play against is that- He's lying. Yeah. lying? He's it's playing for Agata. He's playing Agata. He's, he's playing, he's playing for something. He's I, I playing think He's playing, he's playing to lay, but he's playing to lay waste to the history. He wants but everyone. At least to, he has an answer. A lot thinks, of these people don't. Even, they don't even have an answer to that question. Everybody, let me tell you, Nola is like one of those comic book villains, like Scar. In Whatever the reason, like you know when you know when he said, Mufasa, but it's motivating. It's like motivating. you send him crazy. Like if you say Raja or Rafa. He loses his mind. That's what I'm. But but there's but a reason. It's animating. Right? It's animating. And that's his you reason. You killed my parents, yes. so I'm I'm gonna go into fighting yeah, crime. But, Whatever but, the but reason. That's not, but that's not rewriting history. And and I think a lot of people well, can see that and be like, that's not. The even fuck, history. it's not. He's destroying every record they set. Yes, you know what? But, he isn't. But, but, I, but I think it's I mean, not inspiring he, he to anyone. It, it doesn't do it's, anything. But that's not the. But real. It doesn't matter. He's still doing it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to be inspired by it. But the effect with speaking about the effect. But I get what Reza is talking about. We're talking about the repercussions of having a person that is so flattened the game that it's it's like not energizing. No, I don't. But you know what? what I've said this before, and y'all are talking about. (laughs) But that wasn't that wasn't the original question. The original question was how how do you see guys on the men's side getting better? And the question is, is that but I I don't because I think when you look at but when you look at the fact that you know. Like Nole isn't getting no. I mean, you can expect when Rafa hit thirty six and Federer hit thirty six. Well, Rafa is thirty six. There was a slight <laughs> diminishing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rafa was only coming for the clay court swing, right? Like he was coming for and that. Australia. And Australia, got to get that one more time. Right, but but I mean, like he wasn't succeeding there though. Nope. I mean, I mean, Rafa's twenty twenty one. Was it twenty two twenty one? 14 of those are French Open. 22, yeah. Uh, 14 of those are French Open. So he was like betting on three months in the spring. You know, like that's what he was betting on. And he <clears> pushed <throat> his body and mind towards that. But I don't think, I mean, like, and, and uh, to Andrean's point, like she said, you know, like Rafa and, and, and Federer sort of professionalized the tour. And I think a lot of people checked out because I think it just wasn't, you know, you're just here to make money. Well, because at had... this point, the glory and all of that, it didn't even seem because I mean it's other people want some major. Well, but we were on this podcast not too long ago. I don't remember which one it was, and the guy that I brought up was Dominic Team, who actually pushed those guys. Yeah. And Andreen brought up and she and she said, Today's player, I'm gonna quote you accurately, today's player isn't gonna put their they're not gonna put their body through that. They're not gonna do that anymore. But that's precisely what it takes to be but you know what i don't want it to be this is what i think i think the point is for me and i've been waiting for this it's just novak has gotten back to some machine thing so he's not showing his age my thing is you just wait no not not wait novak you know you you play you play you improve your game you do what you need to do you compete with each other because novak won't be here forever and then it starts to get good then you have more parity 
My biggest yeah, problem you, is there's no par- like I need Nole gone. If Nole when wasn't Nole's around, not in a tournament, it's a it's Nole a free not, for all. The it's, energy it's much more interesting. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Well, that's Check insult. this out. I've said this before. No, not written me apart. But, but, but no, hold on, hold on. I mean, it's an but, insult, but it's also true. Yeah. But but listen, what? you have to consider the possibility that, like Howard just said, you don't have to be a super big star anymore to get the super big money in the endorsements. Sure. You have to consider the possibility that there are people on tour who are comfortable where they are and not winning and they are there to create a good life for them they can go play tennis yes because these these people they're not hurting for money you know and you there really might be probably quite a few people who are like you know what i don't need to be a Novak, a Roger, a Rafa to set myself up and my family up for generations to come. I just got to go out here, hit a ball, be mediocre, win every once in a while, and I'm good. Yeah, We had this conversation, I think it might have been on the chat, and we were having this very, and I think Reels was the one who brought it up, who was like, look, we have to look at the modern tennis player differently. We were talking about the women that retirements aren't retirements anymore. They're going to go away. No, they're going to come right. back. They can, they can last longer. Exactly. They're going to they're come back. They're going to come as they go. And they're, and they're if they're not playing, the fundamental difference between today and yesterday is that yesterday you had to win to earn. And today you had you to win. And today but you I, don't. I, I, I just want to pull back a little bit because I just want to say, I mean, like in 2023 economy, $3 million is not a lot of money. It really no, isn't. it's not a lot of money, but it's, it's not a. It's but when a lot you of money add to that to people. the rest of her earnings, Coco Goff's going right. to win fifteen yeah. million dollars this year. Yes, not even. And she has the potential. She has the potential to earn go. a lot more. Coco's going to pull forty million this year total. Right, but I mean, you know, forty million. She's nineteen years old. Yeah, she's going to be the player again. The rest of her life, she's going right now. She's probably going to be a billionaire in her mid thirties. You know, well, I mean, all right, let's shift that. it up. So, on the but that might not so, mean the same thing, you know. So, let's no, move over because we want to move to the women's side and talk a little bit about that. You all still didn't give me a good answer for FAA, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll see if you come. It's Canadian bacon, it's Canadian bacon. That's why I, I don't, I don't think no, I'm he's just a, a well rounded player. I just no. don't think he's special. Okay, can we talk about the is it because he's black? And what, he doesn't really, and he hasn't really like connected to the blackness in his game. No, I'm just kidding. That's just a weird. <laughs> I can't. Love that he I doesn't cannot. have any juice. I have said he doesn't have <laughs> oh any juice. Then Shelton oh, has more juice than Felix. I'm not. I'm that. not being shady about that. It's just like sometimes. Total listen, shade. you know why? You know what it is? Because <laughs> I know. No, I know that sounds weird, right? But no, you know sometimes when you're in an all-white space, you have he to was, figure I mean, out. How you're going to deal with your identity as a player, and I say this because I, right out of me. No, because I really think there's an interesting thing that's happening with Coco and the way she she seems to manage that experience really well. I Very wonder well. about that with some of the male black players. Like, there's a whole subtext there that sometimes they get into, but they don't often talk about it. <clears throat> I remember when I was watching Great Point, I really think that there is a thing that I noticed with Felix that he was way too long suffering. 
and really bit his tongue in moments when I thought he should have stood up for himself. And I just wondered whether that wasn't sort of like infused in his in his approach yeah, to and, the game. And what is like, Canadian, I don't know. And what does Canadian black mean? I don't even know what you know. What is that culture? Where where does yeah, he get no to idea go what to that go looks home? Like. I don't, I don't even know, know if it's needed, like. but I know sometimes it's like a really grounding thing to get mm -hmm. to feel a sense of home. Like I think Chris Eubank sometimes mentions and talks about that. Francis talks also, about it all the time. Yeah, Francis talks about it. And I'm sorry, like you are performing at your job for a many hours of the day. This is a part of your identity, I, I, who you bring to the place. Francis talks about up. his blackness like he is wearing a crown and I fucking love it because yeah, he brings I, it up I, and I nobody would, else, nobody has to ask to him about it and he brings it up. Well, but I would say that, um, that on the women's side to Andrine's question um, with Coco, what I have noticed, I mean, I might be off about this, but I not have noticed in my, I'm trying to calculate here, but most of the, the black women who I've seen are black ladies I've seen on tour have remained surrounded by black people. And they're the winningest player on the American well, side. I'm just saying. But they, that, the other, they have, I mean, they may, they may have, um, you know, but, but, but look, there, there is you a know what else? black, I mean, mm -mm. so, I mean, let, I think let's, what that, Sorry, let's not for let's not forget the the biggest the biggest thing that the black mostly black players in America do is stay the fuck away from the USTA. Well, I was just about to say that, but not the men. The women. The women. Because Francis but, is all USTA. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but the women. Coco went to Paris and trained with Patrick Martagalou. Taylor was like y'all fucked me so fuck you and went with uh donald's parents venus and serena are a product of the usta are they i mean i said are not oh, are not yes mm -hmm. i think that speaks volumes about sure the does. culture you know well, without having to say anything when you walk into that environment it is very 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 obvious it's the difference between what I always say about basketball and the other team sports. Basketball, the NBA is the sport that lets the, you know, that adapts to the people who play it and the other sports make you adapt to it. And I think the black women in tennis are really doing a phenomenal job right now of making tennis adapt to them. Um, so they get to maintain a sense of, of self. They're not like, I'm in this hostile territory. Like if you're a black baseball player, you are in, in the major leagues, you are expected to adapt to a, a 19th century Southern redneck game. And the minute you show off a little flavor, the minute you show off a little bit of style, they're telling you to know your place. And that can absolutely crush your game. It crushes your joy. It crushes your, your everything. It crushes your, your, you know, your personality. And I, I think- I didn't mean to create like some sort of chaotic moment, but I just, I just feel like there's no joy in Felix's game. Mm -hmm. And I just try to find what that, what is the thing that will connect him to his joy on a court? And I don't know. Well, losing and, <laughs> well and I think that's a legit point, help. though. Yeah. No, losing is never going to help. But if you don't feel welcome well, in the space that yeah. you're trying to create a life, uh, and I think that's that, definitely not going to help. That is part of it. You know, um, Felix, what I might suggest, but they left, you know, but you should have probably hang around in Monfils and Sangha. You know their joy. You know what I mean. And you do, you do parler le français. So you know, <laughs> maybe he could do with a French coach. 
Get out of Maybe. the Spanish coach. Like that the Spaniards have a well, very specific like a French French coach, play. not a Canadian right? French coach. Because but the I Spanish think he still players keep his have coach. a very specific style. I wonder what Sanga yeah. would look like as a coach. Hmm. He never even had a coach. Hey, gonna be how's he gonna be somebody's coach? Listen to me. There will be no there will be no song of slander on. And I am not. I love Joe. I lay Joe. <laughs> the real slander that hit me was when somebody who posted that picture of Sanga in the in the in the French group, and they were like, "What's wrong with Sanga?" I was like, "No, no." Um, Kira, we didn't mean Oh Sanga. Lord, we're not going to address that. Please don't. That's going to take yeah. us down a long rabbit hole. And Kira, Kira, you, you, you women. No, no, no. Mm-mm. On the so, women's no. side, go for it. Let's yeah, just start off by saying let's let's get into them because I think we spend way too much time on the men and the real joy of the U.S. And pretty soon, I'm going to want to go to bed. <laughs> exactly. We gave the men um, more than their due, but I needed to analyze why it was such a crappy tournament. I'm sorry. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but let me just say, there there will there will be many things spoken about the women's t- tournament and the, the wonderful surprise, and then we we got to drag. Pam and there was no Martin and Navrata Lova anywhere in sight. Do too much. Oh, I saw her on my damn TV. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. She wasn't commentating though. She was just sitting in the audience. Wonderful, as she should be. Now let's get Chrissy, Mary Jo, and you know the whole gang. Yes, in the box. But let me just say, you know, before we get into the the you know great things, my biggest disappointment will have to be. Petra Kitovic. Why? I love everything that happened to her. Petra. Petra. <laughs> Petra. Wozniaki had a baby last week. And you lost in straight sets. In That's straight exactly sets. what I like. That's exactly what she deserves. And you know what? And you Why? know what really? Like this is this is this is what was so interesting about this, you know, Petra. Like it, it's only you. It, it gotta be you. You're like Nando. It, it, it's you. You are the problem. You were the one who gave Caroline a major. It was you. Sent her to have a baby, and guess what? She came back and had a major comeback from you. Straight sets, Petra. What are we doing on tour? What is this mess? Listen, maybe she's living that media. No, 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 no. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I don't want to hear Let's talk about nice let's talk about Caroline for a mess. moment. This is such a mess. Did anybody like enjoy watching thing. Caroline? No. no I, I didn't did like not. that either. Did she not. doesn't have the body for that. Get I some hips care. and ass. I didn't care about the return. Oh, you were talking Look, about that. I, I don't know. This no, is, this is, I'm just saying if there's somebody that needs to come back to the tour, it certainly it ain't not her. I wasn't the I was not missing her at all. You know what? Where are you? What are we doing, Muggs? What is Gabinia doing? The golden retriever. You know what? You know what I found interesting. <laughs> she married some stranger off the street. Ladies, ladies, what is we doing? Yeah. Y'all needed Serena off of the tour <laughs> to get your shit together, and then this mess is happening. Like, listen Stop. to me. WCA. Well, Kvitova <laughs> never did much at the U.S. Open because of all the air no. and the asthma and the whole they thing. Gave they gave her night matches. They gave her night matches. We're not gonna say that. It was she still hot as matches. fuck. She it was got night matches. It was muggy. She got night matches. Okay, but no, but let, we're not gonna. Let's okay, can we Carol. do? Can we do? Just you know for what? The, for the wait. it was Kitova who gave Flavia Panetta twenty fifteen. <laughs> wait, 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 what Petra, do you want to do, Howard? Real, take a seat. <laughs> what do you want to do? Howard? Go ahead, Howard. I, I want to start at the top. Uh-huh. Okay, and just go straight, Coco. 
Okay, go straight Coco. I'm in. And, and the reason and the reason why I wanted to go straight Coco was simply because the Wozniacki match reminded me of this. Mm-hmm. Was when we were watching this the the first set against Sabalenka. I think I sent a message out to the group saying something like that. She she really not you know, everything is make or miss on Sabalenka's part, and that she's really not dictating anything. I mean, she's retrieving. She's you know, and it's that's a that's essentially the Wozniacki game. And then what essentially, I found, it's the only piece. It's the only piece. But then what I found amazing about this match is how on earth did Coco Goff turn into Djokovic midway through the second set, where it was like all of a sudden her defense was so good, the return mm-hmm. was so good, the offense was just enough, and then turned into real offense, where you've got an opponent playing Coco Goff, mind you, because no opponent has ever done this when they've played Coco, realizing I can't get the ball through her and now and now this isn't just her getting balls back this is me recognizing I can't win and that was a switch that I had not seen before that I that I really think turned that championship match from gee we got into another final and Sabalenka just hit the ball all over the place and and the opponent won to Coco took that match she She sure did look look I mean not to but I love Sabalenka. I, I mean, do. tell and, her, tell him, tell him, real. But, 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 you know, um, and, and Andreen will correct me. I'll back me up in thought. Let, let's be 100 here. Okay. This is Sabalenka. Sabalenka <laughs> yes. would have produced the same match yeah. had she played anybody across that net. True enough. Radwanska would have been Sabalenka. winning her first US Open if Stop she was it. playing Sabalenka. No. And, and, and no. let me see. No. Sabalenka, Sabalenka is not a great mover, she's no. a big hitter. Yeah, and I think that is, is, and I mean, it's that two dimensional game, right? And the serve can be wonky, true. But she had enough shots in that match, but but she doesn't have clean strokes. Sometimes you see Sabalenka just standing in any awkward position trying to hit a window. Girl, don't move your feet, she doesn't move her feet. No, and that's but I'm but, 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 not but, arguing, I'm not arguing any of that when it comes to Sabalenka. What I'm right, saying but is go back is to that... the other two matches, though. I want to go back to two matches which she lost this year. Sabalenka was in the semis of all the majors, right? And she played a great match for a set and a half. Yep. Against Mukova and against Anjabo. Yep. And I think in all of those matches, she served for the set for the match. Mm-hmm. So this this was anybody who was doing like Mr. Goff, he did the scouting report that Sabalenka Coco just had to wait. Just hang in there. They're gonna give just she's gonna wait. give you a chance. Do yes. not well get Coco done. had to do a do little more than men. just wait though, because no, she but, didn't know what the I mean, fuck to do. But don't in that beat up yourself. Set. Because the way in which Sabalenka came out in the opening set, you were about to be like, God, this bitch is gonna kick my ass off of this court. No, and Coco took it up. It. No, I don't. I, I can't get on board with that. No, I'm just saying, I'm Coco just raised her level. Is she no, took that want, shit? Right, but I'm saying, but it's not. This, it's not as if Coco experienced first at Sabalenka, and part of that is obviously right. the response, right? The response, which is that Coco started to give her loopier balls. She wasn't trying to like over hit her from the baseline, which you're not going to be able to do against a Sabalenka and the, the way she came out in the first set, right? Mm-hmm. Like the thing about Sabalenka is if she's going to beat you, you have to, she's going to have to stay with her foot on your neck and be yep. relentless for yep. first set. The second set, 
is where Sabalenka lost the plot. Hundred yep. <laughs> percent lost. But, you know because but like, but the fully point dialed I'm in on this is that I I think that Coco had a lot to do with her losing that plot. Yep. Yep. And yes. normally she doesn't. And I, cause I, I think we were talking during the match and I'm like, this has become a make or miss match by Sabalenka. It's her match. And then midway through that set, it really wasn't anymore. Anymore. In the third and that's set. the piece the that I set. thought was second interesting. Set. Second, second set. set. I'm sorry. The second the set. Second no, set. it's definitely the second set. She, she, she took control of that match. She started to control the rallies better. Coco did, which is, she had not been the case before. Sabalenka right. was hitting the ball. Well, she learned how to manage hand. that power. Yep. That was coming mm-hmm. at her. And she pulled back and started hitting loopier balls towards Sabalenka, forcing Sabalenka to hit one more shot. Yeah. Yep. And then I think she fast. And that Sabalenka yep. couldn't just react and pull the trigger right away. Well, that's anyway, right. which is what she, she frustrated. She you, frustrated you Sabalenka. Yep. But she frustrated Sabalenka. But the, the reason why I'm bringing this up and saying starting from the top is that she did something that is essentially we've seen retrievers yep. you know we've seen players who play the way coco had played but what we hadn't seen at least what i hadn't seen very often was somebody really truly winning a game with defense to offense instead of i think i'll yeah. just get balls back because there yep. were t- i mean there were times in that match where sabalenka hit 3 4 winners like yep. point yep. over point over point over and then and it wasn't point, yep. it wasn't over and and that that's the agassi thing if you want to beat a big hitter return if you want to beat a big server return and that was where you you could see sabalenka's face just crinkle how the fuck do i get the ball past and her? also now she's yep. like oh no now i'm, I'm, I'm gonna, not now making an error and i'm no. making exactly now and sabalenka was like... getting the ball past her but it was out in the tram line like yeah and then also sabalenka's, now the thing which is the thing i was talking to bridge p about and you know um is that now sabalenka is like okay shit now my serves on the pressure that's right which is I not can't. the case in the first set right that's like, right and so, like, Sabalenka can hit aces without any pressure. But as soon as that pressure comes, yep. that double and fault she, journey is coming back. And she <laughs> doesn't know how to return unless she's hitting a return winner. That's yes. right. But she could have made the argument that this was the same way she played against Keys. But the difference was, was that Keys did not beat her defensively. Keys hit her winners, Sabalenka hit her winners, and then Sabalenka just began to assert but a little the, bit more. The difference, though... But they're the, the same Keys player, match, though. But Keys and Sabalenka is, are the same player. No, no, no. Because the difference is, in the Sabalenka, in the Keys match, Sabalenka changed her strategy. She started to put more put more spice on the ball. She yep. started to get Maddie to do more. She That's never right. did that in this match. No, she didn't. She never she couldn't. That script. She that, couldn't. And she I couldn't. Mean, I don't I think she tried. She wasn't able, which is why she was so frustrated. No, I don't think so. I think what it was was that You don't think Sabalenka tried? No, I think Sa- no, I she think kept hitting harder. She didn't do I, what yes, she did I in think, the Madison Keys match. I think Sabalenka I think Sabalenka lost her strategy because Coco was frustrating her so much that she didn't realize that there were plans to do that she could try. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. She was like but but you see but those things it, it Sabalenka came out like it's like a rublev, right? I need to be better, but I don't have those skills in my toolkit. But she but did she it does. against she did it against Maddie. She but, Maddie, she's done it but, in but, other but, matches. But but I mean Maddie doesn't Maddie has a big forehand. No, but I know. Let's remember something big, else, Reels. Let's not Coca forget doesn't. that. Let's not forget Sabalenka has two majors and doubles as well. So it's not like she doesn't know how to play up there. And yes, go up but to the she net. knows just she, about half she, the court. 
She lost to Layla Fernandez last year. I mean, but she's a whole different player from last year, real. She was giving up points and double faults. She what I'm just saying double is fault she... in a match. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, she was giving up whole games. But it was interesting. Four or five of them. Her. No, like, I mean, she literally, I think Coco actually, to everyone's point, Coco took the match from her and completely crushed whatever strategy. That's right. That she could have tried to do. She literally started doing the hit harder. That's right. That's My nickname for Djokovic has always been the boa constrictor, and that's what Coco <laughs> did. She just started squeezing the life out of Sab. Like I can't, yeah. I can't break, I can't but win. You know, I mean, to 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 that point, I would say that this was what Coco was doing throughout the entire tournament, right? She was yeah. like making the adjustment, playing to the level of the player, and yes. you know that wonky forehand when she needed to, she just like shit. I gotta hit through this shit. I gotta well, go for broke. She was really good. I, Remember, I was saying that in earlier rounds. I was like, Coco, please don't be all aggressive. You can still get back to your retrieving skills. Right. Yeah. She, she was, was able to, to adjust out. every yeah. single time yep. and figure right. out a way to win. Played, and that was played. the difference of this Coco in this tournament. Yep. Well, this summer, really. And but last year. She still could have lost all the way. It wasn't like she was completely dominant throughout the tournament. There were all kinds no, of places. She oh, had to find away. a way multiple mm -hmm. times. And, and point she continued by point, to do point that. Point by point. Yeah. Point by point. No, my thing was, <laughs> listen, I said to Sabalenka, girl, get your serve right. No free points. Big girl like Sabalenka, you're not getting any free points? You're not getting any aces? Yeah. Like, well, it's still a serve dominant game. And the match... You know, the match had been on her racket. The tournament had been on her racket where you can turn it around once you get your side but of the net together. But what she, do you she was scattered? But but but, yeah. but you know something, um um with Sabalenka and I've watched most of most of her matches, is that usually and in for the majors, for the first week, Sabalenka is happy and yep. she's yeah. free and she's relaxed. <laughs> big, Have big you ever seen her play her live reels? Yeah, yep. yeah, we watched her together. Too many. Look, <laughs> listen to me. I, Andrina and I are on the Sabalenka train. We have witnessed at the U.S. Open. Sabalenka gave Naomi Osaka her first major. Yep. Yep. Well, what, <laughs> the reason the reason why and the I'm reason why I asked the reason why I asked if you had watched her live was because live Sabalenka is actually the most entertaining tennis in the world yeah. right now. Andrina like and I talk about seeing, this all the time. Sabalenka right. gives you a right. It's a telenovela. We're going to have a plot, <laughs> really? have a plot twist. We're going to go up and down. I mean, the only thing that doesn't happen is that a, 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 a stepchild doesn't come out of some good work. That's right. Like, Sabalenka is an enjoyable, but the only problem is that that's if you are, but it's problematic if you are rooting for Sabalenka. <laughs> Yeah, I I watched. I was at her match last. I was at her match last year on one of the middle courts. I think it was court seven or six. The one where Holger Rune got all mad that they put him on because he's so much more deserving of, of, of whatever he thinks he's deserving. Clearly, of. wasn't he? One but, he was uh, but he clearly wasn't right. I watched Sabalenka play against Kaya Kanepi, and it was an un. I mean, it really was. It was an emotional. It, it, it was like a lifetime channel. Oh, and I were. Oh, and I experienced that in the WTA final in right? Texas. We saw her go up against Ego. Oh, I mean, oh my God, that was. And, and, and I loved ever. it because you're recognizing how hard this game really is. And <laughs> and she makes it look hard. Oof. She makes it look hard. <laughs> you know, it is because what you know, she's looking like. What do you? What do I do? 
and there's nowhere to go. No coaches, but, no timeouts, no nothing. What do I? And now you can coach, but you know. No, but but Coco managed that well, though. And also, she didn't meet. She the told moment. them to shut up. And, I was, and that was, and, and that was the moment that to the, shut up. Wait, you got broken up full wine. And Which that was, was the moment of the tournament because the guy who was doing all the talking was Brad Gilbert. Yeah, and Coco tells them all to shut up when it gets too when it gets close. And did she you wants see? To do it herself. Did you see Andreen that Coco's mother like tapped Brad on the shoulder and gave him the no more gave the cut. Yeah. Gave him the cut <laughs> did sign? she? she oh, did. I love it. You know, no, in other words, doesn't need noise in her ear when she's when she's they're running the they running the show. Yeah, yeah, that's she's right. Problem solving. So Coco needs to like that's what is lovely about Coco. Every time she was down this week or the last week. And you, the other players have been looking at their camp. She didn't. She looked yeah. at her camp in frustration, but then she dialed in and went. Like, I, I gotta said, figure out what I, 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 I got. I gotta. Re- I gotta take this return game. I'm taking yep. this return game. <laughs> I am breaking this bitch head today. This I'm is person. going to be broken. Yeah, I'm the person who's got to solve you. this. This is to me. I. You're right. She almost. She almost became like a nole. Yeah. Broke me. Can you hold serve double? Can yes! you hold serve? <laughs> Well, and that's gonna that's going to be the the real thing. Like, if you think about why Serena Williams did what she did from say 2012 to 2017, you look at her numbers. Serena was holding at 87, 88 percent and breaking at damn near 50. You have no chance. I think Audrey said something to me. Audrey said something to me. I think last week Sunday when we met, she says. Oh, you remember that match against Azarenka, the 2012 U.S. Open <laughs> mm-hmm. Finals? Mm-hmm. She said Azarenka served for the match and never got match points. <laughs> they never got a match point. Listen to me. This is, it is, I mean, like there are a lot of great Serena Williams matches, but you know, technique wise. But you go to that third set when Azarenka, Azarenka. did to serve that for the match. The way in which Serena hunched down in like it is technique. Beyond, and that is what Sabalenka cannot do. No, she needs to. I, Sabalenka cannot. She needs to study. <laughs> but no, you know, I mean she a, needed to dial in and return. Sir, yeah, I was like, girl, Sabalenka doesn't know how to. Um, there's a thing like in uh, I guess muscle memory and yep. quiet and just like honing. You know, like people. Just, I think she almost thinks that she plays in the zone. I'm in the zone. But she gotta you know, learn what the business bun is all about. Well, that, well she, that was she got stringy hair. Her hair is always in a bun. So but that's well, kind of like, but that's like what Nole does, right? Like when Serena, you know, when Serena is down, she is going to make the return game feel like a service game for her. That's right. Exactly. That's right. And that's what the American I am controlling men the point. have the biggest problem with. It's like you've got to put pressure when you're not serving. That's where the that's where you break people. Yep. You know, that's where you when they're like, damn, I just broke, but I, I don't know if I'm gonna hold it. I don't yep. know if I can consolidate this. <laughs> but but and, it's not even about that, it's just like you're in problems when like Azarenka, <laughs> when Serena's just like and that's kind of the interesting difference, right? Like you're thinking about the kind of dominance that different people bring to the table because we were just talking about Djokovic, but and it's now we're talking about though. Serena, right? It and is you're thinking about yeah, and you're thinking about Coco. And I think the thing about Coco is the resilience in a match. Well, that's that's the toughness, that it's not going to be gone. Like, it's it's not getting – it may be gone today, but it's not gone for the rest of the day. Like, I just got to figure out a way to do it. And that brings me to another person who was the number one player of the world until she lost to Ostapenko, mm. which was – the. Mm. Sh- I wonder what's going to happen with, you know, my nickname for her, with Iga Bully. <laughs> because – 
Eagle that guys. match was great. <laughs> oh my god. Oscar Panko was like <laughs> I'm not afraid the, of you. But but what she did, she she clearly had a game plan yeah. in her encore interview after the match. She was like, Iga doesn't like this. She, she doesn't did, like exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so I know like what I got to do to bother her. And I'm just like, why don't more people think like well, that? Well, because not everybody can hit the ball like she exactly. Well, you don't necessarily have to think like that. But if you know no, a person who, has a certain style but, no, but and this is what they style. do. But that's not your style, right? Because yeah. the person who competes well against Iga is Sabalenka and Coco when she goes after her shot. Because what Asapenka does is hit big and take time away from Iga. Iga mm-hmm. needs all the time yeah, in the that, world. Same with Coco, with that huge Western grip. And if you start putting it on her, I mean, and I what I and I think, Andreen, your point about dominance and the way that other, you know, the way that players come in and impose their game, what starts to happen, what we saw this tournament and we saw it over the summer when, when um, Jessa Pagula beat her, um, is that, if you hang in there with Iga, she's the one who's blinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yep. doesn't like a third set. She doesn't exactly. like a third set. Mm-mm. She's she's like well, it's almost up, like a, her game. Her mind is only that. programmed for two sets, and like she's like, you can see her. You know that 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 gif with that white lady who's like pulling down the curtains. I love that. Mm-hmm. That that's <laughs> what I like. She's so angry. You can look an angry woman. That's the Iga. Iga is like. She loses it because you know what Iga realized in the second set against Ostapenko. Ostapenko let her win the first set. That is what Iga realized. And then in the beginning of the third set, she was just like, "Wait, this bitch is still... going exactly. to bagel me, the number one player in the world." I have it was no hilarious. Injury. It was I hilarious. Ostapenko is just such a fucking hot mess. I, she's one of my favorite players to watch, by the way. It's so fun. It is so fun because she's <laughs> she's yelling and looking. I mean, she just looks crazy. Her face, her eyes, they don't look quite right. And, and the hair is all over the place. Friend, by the way. Uh, by hey, the way, listen, she, she the, the just made Iga, She looked, she made, well, oh she my said, God. She said she doesn't believe she anything said, is 100%. I don't believe it. Exactly. Which I'm she said, I have to ask. I'm waiting yeah. for a controversial moment when we all realize that people are playing Oh, yes. I, I mean, because Caroline Wozniacki came up to a ball this week. And she was like, this ball was out. You turn the lights on, and then you turn the lights on for her. What the fuck? She bitched so much about them damn lights. Okay, Shut the fuck up, Karen. What I loved about that was it was like, you asked for them to turn the lights on, and then they turned the lights on. But she's like, but you didn't turn it on when I asked. But, you know, I have to say, listen to how much laughter we're already having. The women's side has all of the upside, y'all. All the upside. Because at the end of the day, listen, let me tell you something. The best thing that can happen right now is to have Sabalenka as your number one. That girl is going to be a leaky number one, and it is going to be a riot. Her personality (laughs) is so fun. Like, I I don't remember what match it was. She was... She was, was getting she interviewed. Up on the, on the, she, wanted, on the she wanted to swear on TV. She and did. she was like, oh, wait, I, I can't say that. She wanted to say fuck. It was well, coming out of her mouth. And well, she's like, oh, wait, I, I can't say that. I think the reason why. Like, she's Asha just fun. And she's Coco fun. was standing next to her at the ceremony like, is she out of her mind? Yeah, well, she mm-hmm. was she was delirious and full of anger. But why was Asapenka saying Coco? Well, you know, I think Coco has a type of game. That when you lose to her, you're trying to figure out why. How did I lose to her? Because it's not a big game. 
It's She's not crazy. like no, no, no. Like when she was saying that, I can understand that. You lose to Serena, you're like she served big and she I returned mean, like, like crazy. Coco has a kind of interesting that, game. No, well, like but you know like I mean, but it's also that, but it's also the Astapenka game. We all knew that Astapenka was going to return. That's an unusual Astapenka who kept it together enough, knew exactly what her yeah. You expected was. her to crumble at some point. She was going to return. Yeah, she did it. Of well, norm, right? But I think there's something sort of weirdly like unassuming about Coco's unassuming game. about Coco's game, and I think a lot well, of and a lot of players kind of hinted at it, probably also because she was getting so much attention from the American. You know side. what? It, you know what I think part of it is her speed. Yeah, she yeah. is so speed. fast. Yep, she well, that think, girl can run. Yeah, I think it's. I think there's something else there too, which I think is really important in the women's game. Is that is that the women's game. So far for the last, I don't know, this is to me, it's the true legacy of the Williams sisters. In addition to, you know, the number of black women who are playing the sport. It's the fact that it's a power smash and bash game. And all them, that all them Eastern Europeans are crushing the ball. And you look at, you know, even the little ones, the Camilla Georgies crushed the ball, the Sybil Culver's crushed the ball, the Madison Keyses, they all crush the ball. And you look at Coco and she doesn't crush the doesn't ball. Doesn't crush the ball. Yeah. That's actually you know? the thing everybody kept wanting her to do. It's That's like right. they want it, and everyone keeps wanting that style of play from her. But she's actually not that style, the ball, right? They... That's not her game. But that, but 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 you see, this is the problem. But but I mean, because of the court in which the way the court is set up, and we're playing on the same court where Nole and and Medvedev are having forty shot rallies, is that the women <laughs> crushing the ball? It's not going <laughs> to be successful. Well, no. it's, and, exactly. and in fact, this tournament. I think this tournament sort of like showed that you know crushing the ball doesn't even because the balls were heavier, so the big hitters yeah. had more opportunities to have less errors. And then mm-hmm. when people come in with subtle craft, because like I said, Coco couldn't. Coco was hanging. Coco was doing what needed to be done point by point. Yeah, Sabalenka was like, "We're gonna hit. We're gonna hit." Well, the biggest thing about about Coco that I had wanted um, for a long time watching her game was, well, wait a minute. You're the number one player in the world in doubles, doubles and yet yeah. you play a baseline game. Yeah, she does. She, yeah. And she still didn't do that this time around. It's mm-hmm. just that, I mean, bless those errors from Astapenka, from Sabalenka. But it's like she still hasn't come into like a four court game at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's imagine right. when she does that. That's right. You see, I, and I have a problem with that because I don't know. Again, you know, I have a problem with the current generation's tennis IQ in general. I'm not seeing these players, a lot of them, learning as they go along. I'm just seeing them trying to be like... Oh, can we talk about that, though? Because I will say that is the thing that was happening with Ons for me. Yeah. Why did I sit and watch Ons play Queen Wen? And she was trying to bang this thing out from the baseline. Mm-hmm. I was and like, Queen was loving every bit of it. I, it was like, it was like, here's this puffy forehand that you're giving me. When you and it, at some point in the middle of the game, maybe she was delirious because I know she was sort of sick the whole time. She started to do slicing and dicing like she—that's her game. And suddenly she was actually getting more return that's in right. play. Like things were actually happening in that game. But then she went back to banging <clears throat> it again. And I remember them saying at Wimbledon that she's tired of people complimenting her for her slices. She mm. wants to be known as a big hitter. I was like, what I, really want to do is, what I really want to do is direct. Right? Like, I mean, why would you abandon a thing that you are absolutely fantastic at? 
Like you it, are not going to out hit Queen Wen. She's stronger than you. Yeah. So I, I don't understand mm -hmm. why she wasn't trying as as Brad Well, can she just get fail? But 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 my thing is that if you want to be a big hitter, then hit big then boo, because we're not seeing it. <laughs> it was just it was the most frustrating match to watch, and everyone was there looking for a three setter. Because let me tell you that that Labor Day weekend crowd was like there for ons. Okay, they had heard about her, they wanted to see her live, and then she didn't ons. They had an opportunity to see her last year. Wasn't yeah. she the final? No, no, yeah. I'm just saying she's been she's she, they like her, so they came to see her do her on thing. They'd also seen her at Wimbledon, new people come around to check out the thing, and she didn't do her on's play. She was trying to seriously bang it out at the baseline. And I was like, that's not your game. What are you doing? Well, I didn't I'm, watch any of that because it was I figured in like five minutes. So. Well, she but I'm like, she in. she could be messy, but she'll figure out a way to win. And then she lost. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, all well, right. When you were talking about tennis IQ injury, and I'll tell you, my oh, my real. sneaky <laughs> my my sneaky belief on this is, I think this is why Wozniacki came back. I think she's yeah. looking. She goes, she they don't know how to play tennis. Yeah, and yeah. She, well, she essentially said that. Of did course. she really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, but when I mean, do you see Pova? Pova's barely looking. Pova's looking around, going, "Can I do this? Can I can come I back this? up here?" Right? No, she can't, Pova. Do not do that, Pova. You would have <laughs> to piss in a cup every single day, every time. You, you know you hair couldn't hair. hang. You know you couldn't hang unless you want Super Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sauce. I mean, so relax. How many but I think when you I... watch the when you watch Wozniacki win a few rounds, the very first thing that I noticed in her matches, including the Coco match, until Coco decided I got to get offensive because she can't break an egg. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. it was the fact that she's like, if I simply play this game, it reminded me of when I was, you know, when I was interviewing Richard Williams back in the day at Wimbledon. And he was like, well, the very first thing I taught my girls was, was geometry. I was yeah. teaching them the angles. I was teaching them how to actually play tennis. I wasn't teaching them how to, how to smash the ball as hard as you can and still keep it in play. And I yeah. think that the Wozniakis of the world are looking at this going, they don't know how to play the game. No. Yeah, and especially the top ones, right? Like Wozniacki probably thinks that she can hang with Iga. Mm -hmm. like, she you know, probably can at, hang with Iga. Like, they the play the same play. fucking game. Yeah. No, I mean, how many slams do I see Coco winning? I mean, you know, 11 she's already billion. got... She's 19. She's, I think she has a shot of getting like... But let's be real honest. Let's think about it. Who has the second highest number of slams? Is it still Venus? Venus at seven. Venus seven. has seven. On uh, pool, you mean? Yes, Venus. Yeah, Venus, Venus has Venus seven. And the others Venus are like four and five. Osaka's, Osaka's got four. Venus, go home. Now, the difference is, I will say this. Now, this is a different thing, right? So the question of how many slams can Coco win, given the return of Osaka next year on hardcore, I, mm -hmm. I mean... Osaka loves that. Depends on who comes back. Depends it depends on, what, on what how they Osaka do. We get. Are mean, we going to get the old lady wig Osaka or the curly-haired oh, good I player gonna, Osaka? I, I think Osaka looked like she stole something and was trying to hide from the police with that. Oh, no. Know, she looked crazy to me. Can I tell you, you know who you're going to get back? I think you're going to get back girl wants to be up there and beat these other girls because I'm going to show my kid that I have a reason for playing again. I think she has well, a purpose and I think she's going to come back strong. I mean, my sense of it is that Coco has the kind of game where I mean, like, I was curious about seeing her go up against Iga in a slam again because I'm, like, wanting to see whether Iga, she could actually do it again. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it's mm -hmm. interesting to me. I don't know. I mean, I think 
Coco gets, a, I think she gets another slam next year if she plays yeah, well. Coco has the kind of game to me right now, as of today, yeah. having 24 or 26 hours after she wins her first major. She has the kind of game where she could win four or five more, but yeah. she has the game where she might get one, another one, simply because yeah. you won. One, yeah. we just don't know because it's too early. Two, and we don't know who, who's going to come on. And we all. don't know. Coming because the world keeps shifting. Eh? All these new players come. I mean, like I don't, I can't believe Ego here having what four or five. But like, real, you know. let's uh, let's consider something. I think we need to consider like th- two things that are really important in this conversation, right? One, we don't even know what the landscape looks like. To your point, because Ash Barty was in play, she's not in play. Osaka yeah, was in play. I she's didn't not even remember that was a thing. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's yeah. like. Who's Serena was in play now? She's not well, obviously Serena wasn't gonna play forever, but the landscape over the last 18 to 20 months has and shifted. The women's so great. game changes Nobody knows often. what it looks like. Yeah. Exactly. It changes often. Because I mean the question for me is I think Iga goes back, goes away and comes back. And I don't think she disappears. I think Iga comes back and ready to fight for that slot again. Oh, for sure. Well, let's for let's sure. do let's do the same speed round that we did with the men. When you're looking at that top 10 right now, who do you look at? In fact, I'll just do it, and I want to hear you go, you know, give me the up or the down right now, right? Somebody uh, said that Pagola is in the bathroom in, t- in tears. Okay. Iga's I, number one. Is I, on, I saw is that. I saw that in my mind. Is, I think Iga's still on the up. I think Iga's still on the up. I think Iga comes yeah. back strong. I think she comes back stronger. Yeah. I think she's going to go back and try to get the World Tour, I mean, the WTA finals if she decides to come. I think she wants to, that's the next biggest title, right? I think yep. the rest of the women in the top five are looking around going, I want the next big title. I want to close the year out strong. I think okay. you've got Sobs. I think you got Pagula. I think Rabakana. you got Coco. And I think you've got Rabakina, yes, who, Rabakina. I mean, who did not play that well but had been sick. That's We all yeah. forgot about her. Yeah, she's been I sick. Mean, yeah, so like I think it's a battle royale, frankly. I think Australia is going to be real interesting. And then, of course, you've got Clay Specialist, right? If you get Coco back into the final in Roland Garros, does she play better? I mean, I think so. You know, does she understand how to play on that surface better than she has in the past? That was the place where she had her breakout. So I see good things for her there. I don't know. I, I feel actually like thought that, you know, what's, what's so funny? I thought that Coco would have had a better chance of winning, that she would have won a doubles major before she I know. won. Before she Listen, won. this was a, I mean, let's be real honest. Was it, I mean, this is a little bit of a surprise, no? It's a huge yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, I mean, one thing I have to say to you made a point earlier, Andrine, about how I think Coco has handled all of this, like you know, and embrace the blackness, whatever. But she has managed herself in all these moments, the big moments when she was 15. She's managed them well, gracefully. She has amazing parents and team around her, you know, except Brad Gilbert, you know, but you know, she handles every challenge put in front of her gracefully and then she she overcomes these challenges and she was playing really well this summer she won a 500 she won a 1000 and she beat Iga Iga was the old Iga was in her way every freaking time and she told herself you know Pagula B and she knows that's a that's a good home girl she was tired hitting the point that I'm trying to make right now is that when you look at someone like Coco because of the presence of Iga you know, Coco is like, I gotta beat her if I'm gonna meet where I, if I wanna if I wanna get to where I wanna go, right? 
do you feel that from a guy like FAA? She actually said that. She said yeah, that. Exactly. But it's a different beat. She said you know, that in the past. I think they should play but you know what? The difference, But you know what? Let me just say, it's the same issue as on, on the men's side. We talk about this. You can beat the guys in the best of three. The slam is a different thing. They do yes. not have that practice. The women's tour it. is the same on the slam side. It's the That's best right. of three. But, but you know, for... like it's a whole different ball of wax. That's a True. huge thing. I think that people keep underestimating that. You had more parity when you were getting best of five in the in the, the masters. In, in the, the masters. masters, yep. You need prep. You need to have that practice. These kids mm -hmm. don't have that practice. The women's nope. tour is just like, yeah, you're you're not having a buy in the first round, but that's it. So well, I just I don't think there's a substantial difference there. I think even unless you're gonna start introducing back best of five, these kids are always going to be struggling physically to come good in the slam. But at the yes. same time, Novak is the only one that's really experienced, and I say when Novak's not there, it's a ruckus. The guys have belief in a totally different way. It's yeah, just but you a know different what, mindset. But, agreed. And I, I don't want to get away from Coco, yeah. but I'm, I'm looking looking at this, you know, this top 10, half of the women have won a slam. Of and course. Major. It's a solid top 10. Right? It's a re and Which is very different from the men's side. But if you look at, let's go Pagula. Is Pagula on the up or the down? I actually she's think on she's the on up. the up. I think she's, I think on, she's the on the up. up, too. I think she still mm -hmm. is. Yeah. We're I think up. once a good Judy wins a major, she's gonna get her shit together. Mm -hmm. She gotta We're have to. Up for sure. Rebecca was sick all year. That that yeah. Wimbledon thing that she got was slightly COVID, I think. And she's mad Same. at Mel. She's mad for Melbourne. She's mad at Melbourne. Still mm -hmm. mad about exactly. What about Ons? I think she's stuck. Flatline. She's got a lot to work mm -hmm. uh, way up. Here's a number seven that is always weird to me, but yet she remains in the top ten is Caroline Garcia. Oh, what? She, because she I want to see the math. I want to no, see the math. She could be good. You know, she got to defend that she's, world tour final. Hot she could be good, clean. She's hot and cold. I like not Caroline. I need flat. to see the math on that. Can I see the receipt? I'm going to go to the website. <laughs> I don't too. think she uh -uh. comes good for like the next six months. Mm -mm, she's done. She <laughs> done and dusted. Can she just even qualify for the world tour finals anyway? No, she's What about Sakari? No, uh uh. She's number eight? Number eight. Who's doing the accounting for this? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yes, this sounds like Trump accounting. This sounds like Trump accounting. I don't like this. Yeah, I uh, think she's on the downswing. She's so a little bit on downswing. I think she so needs a new. She needs a change. And and I'm I'm actually concerned about uh, Ons as well because yeah. you know to to your point because you're not you're not transitioning to five sets from three. It's all mental. Yeah. And if you're Ons. And if you're a Sakari, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, can I do this? And it's all them. It's all them. And, it's all and, plus, and plus they all have them. PTSD. Yeah. So they got PTSD. They lost well, there's your, that, That's it. That's the mental part. They, Ans they can, lost some brutal matches. can work on lots of things, though. Sakari seems... I don't know. Like Sakari don't know. lost to Emma Radicon. Ans has one more deep run somewhere. Mm -mm. And I'm gonna give her one more shot so she can stop crying at Wimbledon. But oof. and Sakari came out after the tournament. Was like maybe I need some time off. Yeah, you do. And who's the ninth and tenth? Von Druseva and Mukhova. Okay, can I? Okay, can I just? May, well, I don't know three, about Von three checks in a row: nine, ten, and eleven. Von Druseva, Mukhova, and Kvitova. Von Druseva has was injured and Krajikova number 12 yeah Krajikova again. Who is doing the math? <laughs> Listen, it's Barbara it's, won that French Open. What? 
two years ago. Yeah, but she, but then she did really well at the World Tour finals. (laughs) Um, I mean, her the WTA finals. So I have to say, if she could stay healthy, I think she pronounces Mukova, right? Yeah, Mukova. Mukova. No, they they call her something else. I'm called Christine. Mukova. I heard. Yeah, Muhova. Yes. I was like, what is that? Yeah, Muhova. So, um, and actually, you know who did it? It was um, it was uh, our favorite uh, blonde. Chrissy? No, no, no. The the young lady who was doing um coverage. Um, McKendry? No, 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 no. She's younger. Oh, oh, I'll nice. remind her. She's on Twitter. She's always doing like um, she used to do like the aside. Oh, oh, yeah, um, her. Um, um, like Blair. No, Blair. Blair. I know Blair spends time rehearsing, yeah. so I know she 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 got the the pronunciation right. She's not doing the traditional like I'm not going to pronounce well. And, and so the reason why I was about this well. top ten is like it's like so when you start looking at who is actually the real competition, there's sure. tons of competition, tons of competition, and even tons of competition for people who are not in the top ten. The top ten, yeah. correct. So Mohova, I liked her. Can I, I? I've been telling everybody who could listen that Kirstia match was one of my favorite i mean it was six love for christia but Mahova i just was. felt like she's a bad bitch i don't Mahova know if it's was... the tattoos or what but she just like Are you she looks about, all business you're, you're talking about Rondo, so oh yeah i'm yeah, talking about Rondo, tattoo girl yeah, yeah. No, no. tattoo girl is great no tattoo girl is great i saw <laughs> her life she's great. cool easy we're, power but we're thinking on tour though mohova mohova was amazing in that match the hitting she was good She's a that was beautiful a fun player. Match. She's a yeah. wonderful player. I think that you know what, but her body breaks down, and she kind of goes in her own way. It seems to me. And she had that sleeve on against Coco. Yeah. Well, she was. Yeah, she was. She probably went back again to her fragileness. But I think she's a solid one, and I think she can go deep again, like she did at the French. She was great. And but she you almost know what? won the French. Yeah, but you know who we haven't even mentioned? Copless. Whatever that's going on. Shoots the ladder. She's done. Is she done? No, she, 25. no, she, no she and her sister otherwise not making money. 25 in the world. Is she mm. at 25 in the world? Listen to me. They be taking her out on code seven without she even knowing. Oh, somebody she... asked us this, and I meant to, because obviously we are the we are the we are the the, the most gentle podcast because we are fans of hers. What do we think about? Madison Keys um, is in the top ten. No, she's not in the top ten. But Madison Keys, creature of like no, uh, 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 uh. is no. great. Madison Keys is just one of those players. I like to think of Madison Keys as like, you know, occasionally she'll surprise you, but you don't want to take her for granted because then she'll then she'll really drop the bomb on you. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Madison Madison Keys is one of those players where you always expect her to play at Wimbledon. Big hitter, big serve. Yeah. So, so her her stock goes up at Wimbledon. Her stock goes up at the U.S. Open. Um, she had a nice run at Australia last and year. And she's too. exactly she's a lurker, you know. Yeah, she can but come in. Yep. Let me let me just throw this out to the group. Why did she lose to Sabalenka? Mental. Ma- Listen to me, Madison Keys always locks herself out of wheezy ways. Mm-hmm. I've said this ages and ages and ages. She started ago. off really well. Six love. And then she just she was up five three. Yeah. Serve she for served it. for the match 6054. And again, and it's got that broken thing. in love. She it's, just it's the same. It's I she told, looked I, like I, she wanted to go sit down and cry. <laughs> I told Janina this. right after the match. I told of Janina this. I said she's still Madison, crying. Madison I can see Sabalenka Madison not having person. a fire and edge. Too nice, as they say. Is she too nice? That's what they say. I mean, no, um, Chilich won a major deb. Madison. <laughs> didn't That's even true. Come close. Chilich did win a major, and has been in a <laughs> couple finals. Sam. 
and been, been in a couple, couple finals, finals too. Yeah. No, I think I think Three actually, Chilich, yeah, Chilich has a little bit more margin than than Madison either as well. Like he can actually hit the ball inside the court. Yeah, Did he Madison, retire? I guess so. Did he? Injury. Yeah. And he had a baby, yeah. another baby, I guess. But the thing yeah. about Madison and and um, Sabalenka, which I don't understand why they're not trying to work on this. It's like when your A game isn't working, which you know will come, because their match always take on the same trajectory, right? I am winning the first set. I'm playing really well. Then somehow the demons come. I think you have to embrace the demon and learn how to play with the demons when they show up. You can't. Well, they both have good all court games, honestly. That's the thing. They don't have, as everyone always says, they're not the kind of people with a B game. Like they don't know how to manage them, when they, when it gets wonky. Yeah, something in them says go harder as opposed Bash to through your problems. It's be a sharp measured. Yeah, pull back approach. a little bit. and So Madison, for me, is not somebody I really ever count out because I think she can take off. Like, But you can't who, count on her either. You can't count on her, <laughs> which is horrible. But, like, look, who thought Madison Keys was going to get to a semis? We hadn't thought right. about it. But then she had a really no. nice showing at Wimbledon as well. Then she had a really good showing at Australia last year. So I wouldn't even put her down and say, oh, you know what? I'm not thinking about her. But she's a little slownish, right? Like, they can get on a, but, but, a tear. But, but, you know, but you know what I think some of these girls are missing, which helps in majors and for the men, if you're going to be winning majors and being consistent at majors, is that you need to win several rounds in the locker room. Maddie isn't yeah, winning yeah. any rounds yeah, in the locker room. Yeah, they all know. They all know. She, they she all know. Going. They got a chance. Well, they that's what somebody said right. about Coco, which it didn't work for them this time. They said in the locker room, everybody said, when it, when time gets rough, play to that four hands. Mm-hmm. And they again, did. I mean, and they did. They and did. They did in the first step. Yeah. And that four hand held didn't really out. Didn't really work you know. out. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, held up. I don't <laughs> like this, but Coco reminds me of young Venus. Mm. Really? You know? Yeah. They, they have the same energy. Same wonky full hand, too. But you know, uh, <laughs> well, Venus, Venus had a big forward. forehand, though. Huh? Venus, Venus wasn't a big retriever, though. No, no, Venus, no, but, had, but Venus had a huge forehand, yeah, when it was working. But you know, I mean, Let, okay, well, that was work. actually what I was gonna start. So, how do we all feel about Venus? Need to go home, and, time and to go. Wild cards need to go home. Nope, no more, no more, boo, no more. I have Venus no problem. Deserves Venus every Williams. wild card, no, she does she not. Does. Yes, she does. You know okay, but go, okay, she can do whatever she wants. No, but let's she put can. it in half. Okay, she <laughs> deserves every wild card, but she does not deserve <laughs> prime time at Arthur Ashe. No, no, fine. I don't care. I can deal with me. that. Give her a wild card. Court 14. No, court 17. Listen to me. Most of these night matches at Ash. I want my money back. I not even want my money back. You gotta give me money for next year. I want all co tennis next year. Imagine I paid good money to go to Ash night session. Which is but a you know what? To begin with. Some people just want the experience I, of seeing I Venus Williams. They, they only want a name. On, let me tell you something. In Ash, they only want a name. That's what those people are paying for. The I watch a young a lady. Name. Beat up a grandmother on the <laughs> Those court. people that sit there and with they... them high dollar tickets don't even know what tennis fucking is. <laughs> well, they showed. They probably they thought they were watching work. fucking Serena. Shit. Okay, know, okay I, so this is I my issue. With, this is my issue with the Venus thing. No, my issue with the Venus thing is Venus is the natural heir to the Billie Jean King thing, and it. I, I, listen, Billie Jean, good on you, lady. I love it. 
this era is calling for something different, okay? Because Billie Jean keeps telling me about Saudi Arabia money. And I'm like, Billie Jean, we need to introduce some ethical framework in our thinking, okay? We, oh, it's a healthy tour. It's not all about the Benjamins. The women have already, dis, they've already defined themselves as great, okay? It's, we're not in the desperate, we need a sponsor. Let's go with a cigarette sponsor. Let's go with a den, deadly cancer causing thing. <laughs> we're not in the same space anymore. And so my thing is, and I get it, you know, I mean, this is my wish for Venus. I don't necessarily want, I'm not, I don't, she can retire whenever. But I just think that there's a place for Venus to have an interesting platform as somebody who has a clothing line that needs to be on more people. Does it? I need to hear her comment on matches because these people are droning on and doing saying it, silly crap. Do we? And I need her to like <laughs> be an effective coach. Like there are roles for Venus at the next space that is just like an opening. The others that are there are not great. Why don't I it's get just you? not Why great? And maybe she's that... not ready for that, exactly. but I'm just saying. Well, Venus, oh. give me a call, boo. You need to stop it. <laughs> You no, let some little seventeen-year-old girl to play for as she long as no, she wants. She sure does. No, she no, can, I'm not she can go back and crumb and play till she's forty-seven no. if she wants. I don't care. I'm Tamika not taking Dottie that away from her. Spot. Listen, she I'm not taking you know that away from her. But I'm just saying, Venus, there is something for you on the other side because you are an icon, and mm -hmm. it is time for us to not always roll out Billie Jean King as the only person that can ever talk about legitimately pursuing something for the yeah good because she's done a lot she, you know what i mean like you have you did do the equal prize money what, what were your intentions to just get paid the same as men great i don't even need you to put any sauce on it that's a good enough reason but this moment when we were talking about equal prize money i just felt like venus should have been out there more prominent this was one of her causes Mm -hmm. It would have been interesting for her to be there. And I mean, do you we design know good clothes. If Venus wants to be seen I'm just saying, I'm just saying that she, But well, I'm just we, saying, we, we but she that. can but, sell but, better but, projects. Yes. She can sell products. Let me tell you something. Venus she can do it all. Look, look at these women. These women are in clothing that are horrible. Venus, put some clothes on some of these ladies. Okay. Yeah. Put your brand Start on dressing it. some of these players. I mean, look at Roger Federer putting clothes on all these boys and girls. I mean, is the design right? I don't know. For um, the boys, but it's kind of hard to dress Ega anyway. So you know, like, <laughs> it's just the way. Like, Ega. So you know Iga what I decided Iga. about Ega? This you tournament. Iga? You missed her, you she's like she's like Andy Roddick. She's only cute with a hat on. Mm -mm. Don't go there. She's cute. I'm going Girl, there. <laughs> she takes that hat off, and she ain't cute. I'm gonna leave that alone to you. I'm not right. gonna I haven't seen I haven't seen her without a hat. Andre told me not to say. Yes, you have. What did I tell you not to say? Did I say something? You, 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 you said stop yourself. So I'm oh, not well, gonna say I anything. always I'm tell you to stop yourself, but go for it. I'm say gonna let Dina have this and run away. But we're uh, getting that, ahead no, of that's ourselves. It. We but need to talk about our say. favorite Coco moment and wrap it up. Um Venus needs to go home. Venus is fine. Off the court. Moving on. No more playing Venus. Stop it. Stop it. You act well, like you, know you wouldn't what? go so, see her. You know what somebody said to me, and I actually think it's a good idea. I actually think the time is right. And I'm taking this idea and I'm putting it out there for you, Bridge B. I think the time is right for a really wonderful senior tour. I think there's a generation of women who were sad they retired, but can't really compete with the 20-something-year-olds. But we would totally pay to see them play. So, yeah, yeah, because they're your faves. Mm. Yankovic, um, Wozniacki. Like, you know what I mean? They can 
play. I would Kim Clyde just can't play tennis right now. Did you see her sitting in the stands? I mean, maybe not, but I'm just saying. She ain't got to run down with the young girls. She don't have to run with the young girls. But there are. Yeah, for like the next two to three years, there are a core set of women who we grew up with and loved. Didn't Panetta need to make some money? Because Fabio ain't bringing home any. So you know, maybe there's, there's room for that. Like they do the senior tour, but it's usually much older players. I actually yeah, think we have a robust, fun tour with even a Serena. Like you know what I mean? Like she's out there maybe Serena playing some play And you know what I mean? She may not want to, but I'm just saying. Like there's a room. The men have a Masters, don't they? At least they had. One they have. One they point. used to have that. Ter- they have. They used to have that Masters thing where it was like for retirees, and they're competing really well with each other in the same age range. I think that there's life. There's a little bit of life that could be had if you are just controlling the the, the number. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. a Masters tour, like you know, a couple times a year. I put down some money to see you compete well. I actually wouldn't mind seeing some of those in the middle of a tournament. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I don't mind that. So I, that's that's also one of the things I'm thinking about. Is like I'd love to see some of that because they went too soon, or I'm too I'm too young still, and I want to still see them. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a little bit of both, Andrine. That sounds amazing, though. I mean, I would totally want to see that. I would Absolutely. see a couple of those. I'd see a couple of those early early <clears throat> retirees. Really want to watch Venus and Sharapova play each other. I would listen. I'm have. Let me see what you're doing. Sharapova, at that age. I'm sure. I, I'm sure Meldonium will be okay on this. Listen, don't pretend. You all said that tennis is a lifelong sport. It doesn't all have mm-hmm. to be the professional t- level. On the tour, level. yeah, girl, yeah. Give some young baby a chance. Come in, girl. <laughs> listen to me. Let this go. Let <laughs> this go. Because, because you know what? Because you know what? You know what I won't Venus is 43 years old. Oh, love you know what her. is happening here? Right. No one's talking about Debbie the 43 year old Venus. I beat <laughs> the anymore. Venus Williams. I know. That's what that's what these young girls are saying. They I beat, beat Venus. the Venus Williams. Well, that's no, the power I beat of Venus. A seven that's where she's thing. at. That's what's gonna happen. Uh-uh. No, Do you know what? We need go to home. introduce this court. Go well, sit if down. we go if we're gonna go tell nits. Venus to sit down, I guess we gotta tell Andy Murray to sit down too, huh? Yes. Oh Lord. But Murray you know, wins more matches. I've been he saying does. I've been telling Andy that since 2012. But you know Murray wins more matches, but his problem is he'll take out a fave, grind that favorite down, right. and then we're left in dust. You know what else exactly? You know what Murray's other problem is? Is that he he can win, but he can't win a major, and he's only no. playing because he still thinks he's a second week player. I know. But he hasn't reached the second week since his surgery. But I tell you what, I bat, I'm pissed at anyone who lets him get to a second week. The moment I, I was like, I'm pissed at anyone who let him get out of the first round of any tournament. He does. I know everybody want to talk about you know Sir Andy, but Andy is has one of the worst sportsmanship and any match he plays. Well, did you see somebody say that Box. online? Somebody say that online today. <laughs> We've got to stop legitimatizing you screaming at your box enraged. And I was like, wait a minute. That was Andy's entire shtick with screaming I'm... at his box. <laughs> and then to have Lendl just sit there like he's at the dentist. <laughs> and then everybody God. tried to pretend like, oh my God, why is Curious going off like that? Um, like Because you all receive it differently. When it's Andy, it's cute. When exactly. it's other people, it's aggressive. Every when it's no Euro like, it's sport else. has to continually say, Apologies for that language. 
Apologies for that language. Apologies for that language. Can I also just throw one quick thing out there? What? When they were talking during the Shelton match yeah. about his serve and the whole thing, I still maintain that Nick Kyrgios has the best serve on tour. Well, it's effective. It's a best tour. For me, a serve is how you use it. It's not like an isn't a He serve can't have the best serve on tour when he ain't on tour. Well, he's, he's not playing. on tour. But That's, I do know, think that his I wasn't going to say anything about Nick, but I miss him. All I'm going to say about this is that it says a lot about this podcast, or it says a lot about the man, or maybe it's both, that nobody is having a farewell for John Isner. (laughs) Nobody gives a fuck. Oh, my God. You see, I'm so petty. You see, God don't like ugly, but you know what? Um, that was one of my favorite moments. Okay, was that controversial <laughs> for you guys? Was was the no lay? What? It, okay, let me ask you a couple of quick rounds of things that people got really upset about. No lay phone celebration. Listen to Loved me. Novak nope. is petty nope. as fuck. Nope. I'm fine with it. Listen. I nope. like. Nope. I nope, like nope. the man the, the is 36 stuff. years old with 23 majors and he trolled a 20 year old. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was Here's like, oh shit, Listen I'm fine me. with it. If Rafa had done this. I don't he wouldn't care. have. If Federer had done this, he, would, would would he wouldn't have That's either. Probably, they wouldn't but do you, it. But here's the thing. If John Isner had done this, I wouldn't have cared, right? I would have been like, whatever, whatever. But here's the thing. Nole is all here trying to tell people, I want to lead the tour. I want to be the leader. I want to be in charge of the PTPTA. I want these men to show up and follow me. We need to do things right, whatever the case may be. And you mistreat an underling? Mm-hmm. Like that for some for a match that was never in any it's doubt that you were going to win. Sport. It's sport. It's sport. You are going Stop to... pretending like he no, is this uh-uh. nice Listen person. Novak shows you who he because... is all the time. Believe but it. But you know he what he says? But, but here's the thing. He then goes in the press conference and says, "Oh my God, I I kind of like the celebration, and I wanted to, you know, I, I just copied it, it out him. of admiration. I copied it out of admiration. So you see, he." <laughs> He no, he didn't. Be, and we all know that. He can't even, oh, be, the heel, even be the heel. Of course we know he's Okay, asshole, let me ask you about the phone hang-up celebration. I'm simply, saying, I'm simply saying that, you know, when he wants to then people to join his little squad or whatever the case may be, he gets only the worst actors can follow him. John oh, is and, that's, and that's on him. And that's on him. The phone celebration against TFO. I'm fine with it. Not fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's two young people. And they yeah. know each other. They're Wait, friends. Oh, so since you're both fine with it. Howard, why weren't you not fine with it? Well, I'm not fine with it because supposedly, like, if they're tight, then why are you showing me up like that? Like, one of the things you're supposedly not supposed to do is you're not supposed to be celebrating against one of your homies like that. Serena Paul a fucking bitch. <laughs> unless, we're not, unless we're not tight. If we're not tight, then I'm good with it. Serena, why does it matter if they're tight or not? This is sports. This is that's a different that's a different thing. Yes, I I agree. I mean, it might sound like I'm being hypocritical, but I thought that as a leader, as the person, the position of which Nole is in, yeah, boo, you're not supposed to. I agree. agree This can be so boring. Give us something to talk about. Okay, the reaction. Um, two things. Medvedev bitching to the U.S. Open that they should have done something when he was dying on the court. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And John McEnroe said it on the air that for heat, you got to close the roof. They, they got to start doing what the Australian th- there, Open There's does, a rule right? that says that, I mean, they literally told him they don't close the roof for heat. That's right. They did later, right? They changed their minds. Right? They partially closed it, it later. but as it stood within the match, they couldn't close the roof there. We oh, have well, to then... take care of the athletes, period. 
But yeah, you because see, this... you gotta follow what the Australian Open does. They do it for heat, and we are experiencing heat, so we should probably follow. Correct. The planet's on fire, which leads me to Correct. the controversial thing: the protest. Yes. Oh Jesus! That well, just tennis doesn't do anything to, but piss I, me I mean, off because outdoor, it, sports, it, outdoor sports have to have a conversation about, about these kind of things. Right. I mean, like, how and are you I don't gonna understand. avoid that with the fires in Australia? Why are you avoiding talking about the fact that your sport is I an mean, outdoor sport? It's going to have to be dealt with. Ago, and not only City, that, less than two I was orange ago. six weeks ago. Thank Listen, you. and exactly. if it were truly, in if it were truly an outdoor sport, but we wouldn't have the rule that you know, like if a match, the rule at the U.S. Open is if they close the match and the match has to resume the next day, or they close the, the roof, they they have they to keep close. it closed. No, if the weather permits or whatever, then open the fucking roof. It's an outdoor sport. It's like we're picking and choosing here. We, well, we are picking and choosing. It's an outdoor we, sport, we, but if it's raining, you close the yeah, roof. And if it's a thousand degrees outside, you close the roof. And also, but, my, but I'm saying, no, the, I'm the saying. The rule is you stick with the condition that the match started in. That's what they yeah, say. Yeah, I like, don't like that rule. They do that one, right? It's like, yeah, I don't like it, it. Even if the weather is better the next day, if the match is finishing, you have to close the roof because it's supposed to be the same condition in which you started. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because the weather changes, but the weather can change as long as it's not rain. The weather conditions can change throughout a match 50 times. That's fine. That's fine because weather is unpredictable. However, a closed roof is a steady state. Yeah, I don't like it. Let it be outdoor every single time but it can that, be outdoor. But, but Arthur Ash almost always plays like an indoor coach since they've added the, the canopy over the, the, the stadium. I mean, I well, anyways, with... the question was the protest. What was the question about the protest, Howard? I think they were absolutely right. And I think tennis and sports in general, particularly outdoor sports, have to con- have to confront climate change. And they have to con- now they how have the to- fuck you let somebody super glue their feet? Here's my question on that. When I was talking about the controversy, I did not like the fact that ESPN chose not to mention what it was. They said yeah. it was a climate protest, but they didn't get into it. Nope. Um, and especially when Coco came out and said, oh, I knew there was going to be a climate protest. She goes, it was climate change, right? I mean, so her generation... This is we for already you. knew there was. They already knew. Right, and they already did it because the, the kid thing. changed they've himself to the next year. post at Wimbledon, right? Or the French Yeah, they've Open. done it every year. They're doing they've it at every major, major exactly. sporting event. And I thought there was an opportunity there to say, okay, well, we don't condone the fact that the, this is the USTA when they put out their statement, you know, we don't condone the fact that the match was interrupted. However, we are going to acknowledge that the planet's fucked up right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're never going to do that. They're not going to do that. We're not going to do that, that, which is why ESPN wouldn't acknowledge it. I'm saying I didn't like it. But that's America. I think but, but it was dumb see, that they didn't do I'm it. Because this, I think this, you could have again. chosen. Because again, you need to pick a position. You're sitting around talking about equal prize money, but you're not talking about the fact that your players are burning up on court. And the fact Thank that you. Arthur Ashe yeah, is a right. badly designed stadium. And I mean, I mean, remember when our fave almost fainted? That's the only reason why Gregor won that match. Anyway, um, like and if ever there was a guy who would, actually, well there. who would actually support this stuff, it was Arthur Ashe. Yes, exactly. So you name the damn thing after him, but you don't stand for anything he stands for. <laughs> I mean, I won't get into Billie Jean King, but but that's the Margaret reality of it. And none of these stadiums, I mean, like, and, and again, where, and where y'all going to take this boat to Saudi Arabia? But see, that's this is my thing, PTPA. Why was a Novak Djokovic making a statement about the Thank heat you. that he encountered against Rupert? He was hanging up phones, boo. He was hanging Not up him. phones. He, he was hanging up phones. <laughs> hanging up phones. You don't I, have time. I'm sorry, I was busy. He wasn't answering calls. He wasn't answering calls. 
I mean, this, this is, is why I, I just, can't take Nole yeah. seriously. Yeah, that's I want to say that the um, moment. Yeah. As far as the protest, honestly, I didn't feel like I get that. You know, it's nighttime. It's the U.S. Open. There's a huge audience. I didn't really feel like. I felt like it could have been done better somewhere else. I didn't think I That's am not, not a protest, Janina. Protests are not convenient. Exactly. I I get that, but look, all those people watching TV. How long did it take for you know them to even know? If all they wanted was a moment of your consciousness. Well, they're acting. But I'm, well, you're not letting me get to my point. My point is, I don't know that everybody even knows what happened. Still. Well, that's, that's my the only point. the only reason why they don't know what happened, Janina, is because the tennis program refused to acknowledge it. And the network, and you, right? And the network, so, and so the network, what I'm saying is, I'm not picking tennis to protest that. I would pick right. something you, else. There's no that's way, what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the reason why it's not effective is not because of the protesters. It's because the network closed in it's and prevented themselves from talking about it. How did you feel about football players taking a knee and then they cut the commercial? Yeah, like that's the entire problem is like they could have said same thing with the handshake, which they finally realized and that they should put together paperwork and explain the fact that there is Ukrainian no handshake players between are not Ukrainian Russian and right. Russian players. Right? They finally, but you know, again, this like amnesia, you want me to care about Ukraine, but you won't tell me the context of what's happening. That's you won't right. say, I'm going to explain in this moment that our Ukrainian players are feeling stressed out or distressed because of this thing that's happening. Like, it's weird and obnoxious. And that's it would have right. been and fine. And you say you care about climate change, but you're not going to discuss somebody who cared enough about this, who glued his feet to the stadium. And the player, and your number <laughs> one, player, uh, not your number one player, and the player won and said, I actually don't mind the protesters. I believe in climate change. That's and right. I wasn't upset that they interrupted my fan, my front, my my match. I mean, mm -hmm. that was so wonderful that Coco said that. She's like, because that's the normal thing is, well, is for you to be right. upset that. No, I get it. I get it. And I'm not saying happened. that it shouldn't be done. I'm saying for me personally no no it's true it wouldn't be you. tennis it wouldn't well, be tennis a, Janina, oh, it I, has to be tennis you know why it has to be tennis it's an outdoor sport. no it does but you know i i don't know i just i that wouldn't i yeah and I it wouldn't you know. that why wouldn't have just protest in the privacy of their own homes <laughs> i mean protest right. outside protest, protest outside the stadium where nobody's watching outside the they stadium. will be arrested they, they my, don't need that exactly yeah and what got me the biggest stage yeah what, what got me about you? it was the number of my good, well-meaning liberal friends who were like, didn't want their tennis interrupted. Well, can't they go find another place to protest? I'm like, you sound like the other people. <laughs> well, they sound before. like everybody. Everyone sounds like that because you know. I mean, I that's mean Medvedev, about Medvedev on camera when he was telling off, literally said, "We're gonna die. We're gonna die." Someone's. He, he, what did he? He, he said, "Is it gonna? Is it gonna take for one of us to die?" I think is what he said. Mm -hmm. What he should have said, said, "Yes, it is." What he should have said. Well, was, yeah. What he should have said was, "Hey, Nole, what's the PTPA position on exactly. climate change?" And he said, "I'm on the phone with Ben Shelton. I'm <laughs> hanging up the phone." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, yeah. I mean it's all. I'll get back to you. I'm trying to hang up on Ben Shelton. See, this is why I don't take Nola seriously at all. Full oh my shit. god. Um, no, I mean I get it though. I mean it. That's the thing about it. Because I swear, because when we were at Labor Cup and the protesters burned the floor, <laughs> they said the protesters set himself a fire. <laughs> 
First of all, I was like, how do you get glue in my fucking feet to anything? Well, that's the whole point. Got a little bit of a little pain. I mean, put their bodies on the line for me to vote. You gotta put your body on the line so that someone is like distressed enough that you're like, why are they doing this? Because apparently asking them kindly doesn't work, Janina. Please stop using your jet. Also, it's because the the these these stadiums don't have a sustainability program, right? And so they come in, nope. they do these massive activities. We are fully entertained, and then they don't have a sustainability program around. The US, I mean, and that, when you're hanging, handing out checks to Coco Golf for three point two million dollars, let's not forget that Chase is supporting fossil fuels. It all connects. <laughs> yeah, it's the fossil fuel thing. I mean, no, no, that's exactly right. These, these kind of protesters are all connected. And, and, and those stadiums are only effective for three weeks. Three, yep. And meanwhile, yeah. guess what? We have a homelessness crisis. It was, you guess, know what? It wasn't effective. And guess on where the would network. never be used for, for refugees? Yeah, Yvette Mac, um, asked. Well, actually, the, 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 the sportscasters didn't cover it, but other networks covered it. Because the sportscasters would would willfully not, but it it used it as an occasion for other people to cover it. So it was covered on regular news, just not on ESPN. I'm trying ESPN to remember if I watched the news the next morning. I think I did, and they like maybe said something for two seconds, and did not give it much credit. No, because they're owned. By I don't even know. Agency. It was yeah, yeah. I don't even know if they. I don't even know if they. They just said protester i don't even know if they said what it was for but, but yeah i read uh, on the fossil but you know why there wouldn't be so thing. much money in saudi arabia mm-hmm. but here's the other interesting point though I go ask that question. The, the other interesting thing is just that it doesn't even matter if the protests were effective or not the heat won't kill us anyway exactly <laughs> like <laughs> uh, we just keep on ignoring this but this is it no, i mean y'all yeah you all kick you yeah. can't kick a can down the road because at the at city open we had many people fainting and so at some point in Especially time city yeah they're gonna, gonna have die to down there yeah they're gonna, no, they're well, gonna someone, have, okay that is uh, indeed i'm glad gonna, you wrapped it up medvedev was, was on the a, only medvedev was on an asthma pump i thought i was having a stroke yeah, no, it's hot. Someone asked there. me why I didn't go to Cleveland this year. I was like, it's, it's hot. fucking hot. Yeah. It's I hot. Was, I was at the city. They only open. have three courts. There's no, and there's no co- there's no real cover there. There's no, I mean, no this cover. Is, this is the thing that is the connection to tennis, is that as tennis thinks about its revenue, if they require fans to show up and be comfortable, they're going to have to think about how to keep fans cool. And well, you know, Cleveland to had to, to evacuate. Yeah. So we've only had to evacuate and they didn't have nowhere to go. I don't know where they, they, they had to evacuate due to weather because it was so bad, but you've got these thousands of people down there telling them to take cover. There is nowhere to take cover. Nowhere. Yeah. I mean, at some point in time, it's going to become untenable to have certain tennis tournaments in certain places. Yeah. I don't even know what they're thinking about in Saudi Arabia because I get, I get that they'll go to Saudi Arabia. It'll be, and it'll be in the fall. So it'll be most likely. Oh no. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia have enough money and fossil fuels to air condition the whole thing. No, I know. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. It's going to be indoors, but I'm just saying like, it's, that's actually one of the things I don't hear tennis talking enough about. So it is really interesting that in that moment they could have used it as an opportunity. They could have used like, it. Mm-hmm. They could have really they used not. it to, to demonstrate that they're taking control of it because they could be like, you know what, fans, I know it's really like in City Open. If you don't have a City Open card, you can't get into some of the tents. Which you are- can't even get into the tent. Exactly. You just yeah. sit out there and roast and roast. <laughs> and you just roast. You gonna die. You gonna fucking die. I went outside. I was at one of the matches at last time I was at City. 
and it was so hot. I went upstairs. I was up in the, the press area and there was a, a cooler with a whole bunch of ice and some sodas and stuff. I just stuck my hand in there and I'm like, I'm dying right now. I'm no, like, literally, <laughs> Howard, and you're not Howard's even playing. Point, can I tell you, we were so embarrassed. So like one person in the middle of Coco's match, a person faints. And of course, Coco's always the one that figures it out before anyone does, because I think she did it this <laughs> one as well. So Coco's like, this fan is not okay. So the fan gets taken out and it's, you know, it's a little bit of a break and all as well. And then I'm sitting here going, well, how do you not know that you're overheated? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, obviously, these folks are cuckoo. Ten minutes, <laughs> I'd say no less than ten minutes later, another woman falls. And oh, I'm like, man. maybe you don't know you're hot. You don't know you're hot. Do you know then what you I mean? Stand like, up or I, move or you make a sudden move and you're I like, oh, shit, thinking. I'm dying. And then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, maybe you actually don't know you're hot. So then I'm like, are we too, am I overheated? I mean, like, as someone who almost, and to that point, as someone who almost died, you don't know you're dying yes, until someone true. tells you that. And they tell you, you how close you came. Like, you keep telling yourself something else is going on. Something is off. But what yeah, exactly that is that woman, off? obviously, because the other brain, person was a woman. And she looked like she was fine. And the next thing I know, she just slumped over yeah, to the left. I, I think mm. if your brain doesn't have an actual word or diagnosis <laughs> of what is going on, you're just it confused. doesn't quite understand what the body is trying to do. I tell you, because in your mind, you are f- you are there doing a good thing and enjoying yourself. You want and, something else exactly. to happen. Exactly, and you're not. I inclined. know, literally. That's right. I was literally dying every day, slowly and slowly. But I was like, I'm living my best life. I'm taking pictures. <laughs> I mean, I'm Cornell, a good I love I love how Reels is introducing this thing like casually. No, Reels, it was serious. <laughs> It was serious, and I mean, like, I mean, like, it was. And it's like that's okay. Like, let's do non sequitur. Like the frog y'all. in the hot water. This was a the big frog thing for know the that summer. It is Our poor reels was in real condition, real sickness over the summer. You're great. We're lucky. We're even having this podcast right now. Yeah, true story. True story. Reels got very sick this summer, um. So we're really happy to have him here. I, I, and I would tell you that my friend said to me, um, he's Barbara said to me. But you know, if you had died, we have really great pictures for your program. <laughs> we so. did, though. I, okay, can I? Okay, I'm gonna blow up. Nothing but gallows so, humor there. Say, it was totally gallows humor because Reels is keeping us up on his vacation, and he's dropping these pictures. And these pictures are beautiful, and the people he's with are beautiful. The food looks good, and next thing I know, I hear from Janina, Reels is in the hospital. In the I'm hospital. like, what the? What? True story. True story. <laughs> Please don't let guys. them use the sentence. He died doing what he loves. <laughs> Listen, I, I I say please do that. I, I told my family that every time I travel to some far off country to watch some <laughs> godforsaken tennis, I'm like, I'm doing what I love. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but y'all, my friend only said this to me after the fact. I was well and I was out of the hospital. Just said, you know, we're looking back and we're just like, this thing was crazy. Like this really happened. So I think it's like. When you're cooking in the stadium, it's like the frog in the hot water, right? Yeah, you don't know. He doesn't it. know that he's actually cooking. Yeah. Well, I fucking around. knew you were sick, but you didn't want to listen to me because I was on the other side of the goddamn world. No, and I, I was mean, like, like, "You okay? You are not okay. You don't sound okay." Listen and then next me. thing I know, I haven't heard from Reels in over 24 hours, and goddamn motherfuckers in the goddamn ICU. And poor Boris, God bless him, because I know I drove that man nuts. I questioned fucking everything. I said, you ask these doctors this, you ask why he's taking this, why are they not doing this? 
And then, of course, I come in late in the game, and I'm like, my my mom is a nurse, and I come in late in the game. I'm like, mom's like, send me pictures. What is what's the oxygen level? (laughs) Oh my god, that was me. (laughs) Of course, you get pictures of those charts. I I, I, let me just say, I was. Of course, I can leave the hospital at 65. I was in the hospital in a Spanish-speaking country, and yeah. therefore that added to the whole, you know, Drama. debacle because doctors couldn't communicate with me properly. You know, so yeah. Commun- I will say that one morning, one morning, Reels and I were on the phone, and he said, "Janina, this is a death sentence. I can't communicate with anyone." We're 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 on the phone. He was like, "How do you say 16? Oh God." <laughs> Anyway, approaching three hours on this podcast, you know, Jesus Lord. Okay, so I'm gonna give you my favorite Coco moment. I'm not gonna talk about it, I'm just gonna say what it was, and then you guys can share yours. Yes, well, I'm gonna give you two. (laughs) Sound like me now. See, you would have taken over the podcast if I had died. (laughs) One is that it only took her one match point. Yeah. I thought that was fucking amazing. Two. I'm going to give you three. <laughs> <laughs> Should have started at two. the top. <laughs> two. I think that it was amazing and very brave and showed how centered she is in her faith that she dropped to her knees and prayed right there on court. I thought that was beautiful. Mm, mm, three. Mm, no bueno. No, nope, I was I was fine with it. I I if that's listen, if that's what somebody wants to do in their moment, they should feel comfortable doing it. That's I what mean, I like. That's about okay because I like her version of Christianity. But okay. In three, when she asked, "Can I have the mic for this?" <laughs> and went the fuck off. But it was like that professional version where someone is telling you off and you don't even know what's happening until it's over. Is the mic on? Is the mic on? Let me have a moment. Yes. My bar this she's like, please. I got some shit to say. Give me the mic. I got have a seat. I might be here a minute. That was amazing. Amazing. But you know, amazing. um, but you know, it's funny that you know because people might take this uh, the wrong way because it's a woman and it's a black woman, a black young woman. But let me just tell you, Michael Phelps stuck up a picture of Ian Thorpe in his locker, and he trained every day and looked at it because Ian Thorpe said, "Oh, this idiot ain't gonna win eight gold medals in Beijing. Not gonna happen. Not gonna uh-huh. happen." And here we are. Petty wins. Michael. So, um, it's a beautiful Coco moment or just any moment. Pick two. Pick of a the tournament. Any, okay. Um, because I'm petty, <laughs> I enjoyed that John Isner went out to... Wait. Um, Howard, let me just correct you on something. <laughs> Tiafa doesn't Uh-oh. have the ugliest strokes in tennis. It gotta be my pretty boy, Michael Moe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! During that match, I was like, I don't trying know to give how Michael Moser is allowed to be on tour. <laughs> that is the, that is the male version of Sarah Rani. Like you that is not illegal. I'll tell you, I said, but, how come the ugly, the two ugliest strokes in tour got to be two brothers? <laughs> Listen to me. But you know that that probably says something to the people who are. Well, no, it's not the two ugliest. You know, people say the ugliest strokes on tour is Mede. Medvedev. 
Do you think Medvedev has really yeah, he doesn't have pretty strokes? Winning covers the multitude of exactly. things. Exactly. Okay? He just wins. True. <laughs> um, but I mean, and Isna went out in tiebreakers in both in both singles and doubles. I mean, if that oh, ain't God, you got I don't so know. much joy from that. I mean, is that bad. is God. You mean he got so much there, joy you from know that? What? If I if I if I had seen that in person. <laughs> I know I would have been praying in public. Y'all would have seen me on TV. And Mr. Oh, Ma- and Mr. Maga being sent into retirement by a black man. Oh, oh shit. Sure. I like Maga, it. Man. All right. Oh, that is black Jesus. That is black Jesus. I'll go and leave the um, guest. And favorite Coco moment. I nope. think um, that I would say that since she has been very dodgy um, serving out matches, that she just Sabalenka just had to give her that one time. She was like, girl, I ain't gonna let you catch me. <laughs> Break me again. That like she served it out. I thought that was yeah. really great. And I thought that, you know, just the whole ritual after winning, going up. I was kind of mad at those people in the rich people in the in, in the rich boxes. Don't high five her. Let that girl yeah. walk freely. You want that Instagram moment. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, but she said I didn't see these people. I looked for my father, and I was so happy her mother came up. That was such Same. a beautiful Same. and a great moment for me because I thought that was just like, you know, you know, I know everyone was quick to put this is Brad and you know this is this and whatever. She just like look, my daddy's in control, and you could yeah. tell. And and like I said from the beginning, from fifteen, this girl has been poised, and you know, like she's always handled. All the great moments, all the crazy moments. It's her parents. Her parents have been on top, you know, and she's still a young woman. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, you know, I noticed some of those she's definitely day, got those that days. good home training. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm good saying? And you can see, that, like and you could see that mama looking at her girl. Girl, don't you dare embarrass me out here. <laughs> you can see that mom be giving her that eye, be like, you know, you know, that eye is becoming like, don't touch that in the supermarket. Uh, I don't know, mom. Mom. Yeah, but you know, I, that that I thought was really, really. I didn't cry. If I had feelings, I would have been crying. <laughs> but Listen, that was that I totally was cried. A, I mean, yeah. tennis and I haven't cried in a free. long time. Watching tennis, tennis got something Years, for free a decade on Saturday evening. I don't even think tennis deserve it. No, they didn't but deserve they, it. To me. No, they didn't well, deserve this. But exactly. that was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Andrean, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go and then you can go. Um, um, I have a couple of moments that I loved. I love when Coco admitted that um, her father was still the captain of the ship, and that he was, the one that was yeah, and that he was doing the scouting for her, and that she walked first to her family and then came back to her coaching team. Yeah. I, I thought that was just a really good, appropriate level of like, this is who's been here. Um, I love that about Coco. I think the second thing I loved was, um, let me tell you something. I'm petty, petty, petty. I don't think about her at all. So I loved when Sabalenka eliminated Madison Keys because she does not even come on my radar, Madison Keys. So um, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> if, if there was a if there was a chance that Coco was going to lose a final, it yeah, Coco Madison to be. final would have created a I, lot of angst. I w- I didn't even want it. I didn't even want it because mm-hmm. I did not want Coco to lose to Madison Keys, and I am petty like that. If she's gonna lose to somebody, she's gonna lose to the number one player. So I was happy that Sabalenka eliminated um, <laughs> Madison Keys. Um, and third, I liked when Sasha Zarev called out that fan who thought he was going to get 
Sasha excited by no, cheering with the, with the Hitler salute, the, the Hitler, Hitler salute, and for slur. Sasha to like stop the whole thing and said, "Oh my God, I missed not. that." Yeah, the Hitler slur. Get him yeah, out of when here. he mm-hmm. was like, oh, wow. when he basically, I think he thought he was gonna get a fan in Sasha by telling Sasha like some sort of Hitler phrase, which is something like Germany forever or something weird. Um, it's not Hail Hitler. Everybody thought it was that, but it wasn't that. Yeah. It was something else. Um, and so make America great. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. And for him to stop and said, that is not appropriate. As a German, I'm ashamed of what had happened and I'm not okay with you using that. I wish more MAGA people did that. So I thought that that was just like, that's how you do. That's how that's you how handle those moments, people. Mm-hmm. And then fourth, I really liked Coco's response is in press to um, pressure and the question about pressure. I loved her response about what is real pressure and her response about the protesters. Just really just thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And her ignoring, um, you know, and her, her ignoring Pam Schreiber. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> although Thank you although she didn't that. really do it. I'm sure it, it, I'm sure it looked like that to me, but... Um. <laughs> But can I say that the moment, um, this Coco moment with her parents and fully being able to embrace that, can we just acknowledge that less than 20 years ago, the Williams sisters weren't even allowed to do that? To go up there? And then no, get, to, 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 to fully, talk to, fully to you, talk to your parents? No, no, no. To fully to embrace. That, to mm. how much they had to fight just to acknowledge their parents. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's a real change. Yeah, it's a real. And I mean, we've seen that. And we've we seen way. it in a lifetime. That's you true. Know? So. That's a good point. Very good point. All yep. of mine All right, Howard. Petty and lovely. I yeah, it. I would say for, for me, um, I don't, moments for the tournament, um, moments for the tournament, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it was, it was just a, it was a great tournament. It was a terrible tournament and then it turned into a really good tournament. Um, because it, at Until first, Saturday. I was, after Saturday, it was like, Ooh. yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that that midway through the second week, it became a real tournament. I was like, oh, this is why why we watched, and it was terrific. I think my I have two Coco moments. My favorite Coco moment was the Wozniacki match, mm. where I think that was one of these, like, when as we were talking earlier about the other great players, where you try to find moments where players step into their greatness, and that would have been a really bad loss. Yeah. And she was heading in that direction. And then she realized, wait a minute. I, you know, she can't hurt me. And she really raised her game and figured out a way to beat somebody who had the experience. And really, there was that was an upset watch right there. And that was that was a great moment because we're all watching this going, why isn't she just getting more offensive? Just get in and put her away. And she just it was a, it was a great you know moment of maturity and i think the second moment that i really enjoyed watching her was the family hug was when they got there in the concourse and then mom came in and it was just all of them together and it was like and it really was um i think it hit me for two reasons i think the first one was it was just poignant because it is a family and it's a, it's a black family um in a sport that is against the total white backdrop at all times but the second reason was because the last two years, think about where we've been. Last year was the Serena tournament. Um, last year was the Serena farewell. And let's not forget that there was so much anger inside the building. And Andrea, you and I were talking about this at the tournament, that even people at the USTA were sort of like behind the scenes going, well, why, why, you know, we're still putting on a tournament here. Why are we giving Serena this much space? And it just became this sort of attractive yet unattractive thing. And then the very next year, Coco wins the, ch- the tournament. 
And it's like, there is a sea change. There is something happening here that you have to acknowledge about the type of player who is taking a a major role in this sport. It's a big deal. So I love all of these moments. And we're almost approaching three hours, which was not supposed to be. But you know, fifty oh four. I guess we're making up. I guess we're making up for the times that we, you know, when we don't have a podcast, Janina. Um, but you know, we can close in this moment. I don't know when you would see us again. Um, I know Andrine is planning on going to Mexico now that the W has finally announced a surprise schedule. You know, Listen, like, Cancun, boo. Cancun. Cancun. You know I have to try it. I got to try <laughs> a little Cancun weekend. So you have been in the last three years. You have been to three different places for the WTA finals, right? Where did I go last time? Where was the it? Guadalajara, I, I think it was. No, yeah. I went to Guadalajara. I went to Texas. Texas was, mm, I don't, the only good thing about Texas was this O and Sabalenka went, no, she didn't win it. But Sabalenka beating Iga. But Cancun, <laughs> I've actually never been to Cancun. So it, they have easy direct flights from the United States. So I thought I would give it a go because I also Coco's number from LA. one. In, no, no, I'm gonna be in DC. But oh. also, um, Coco is number one in doubles with Jesse. Three in singles. And three, three in singles. So no way she's not gonna be there. And I do think that that I think everybody's gonna want to try to um, assert their dominance that week. And you know mm-hmm. the great thing about um, uh, Mexico. They love their sport, so it's not going to be empty like it was in, in um, Texas. I don't care how much time they have, they're going to show up for this tennis tournament. <laughs> so it's, it's Guadalajara was a lot of fun. Nice. So we'll see. I mean, um, I will say I have heard from people that there are some some challenges around safety um, in Cancun of late, but um, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, you be know, careful. I, We'll all have to be careful, but I think you know. I, I think mean, we'll you know about- what? I, I I bet you any money the debut is gonna switch it up in early October. And no, they're like, not gonna switch it because you know we what? gotta it, go to it, Saudi Arabia. No, no, no. The Cut choice it out. Was between Prague. Oh, I think the choice was between Prague and Saudi Arabia and Mexico, and I think they went to Mexico for the year in anticipation of going to Saudi Arabia next year, probably, or figuring out a way to politically do it. So when that happens and they eventually make that announcement, we'll have to talk about, should you go to Saudi Arabia? Soft mm. power? Mm-hmm. Is that the question on the table? Andreen, if you consider that, that might be the time I tell you to keep your ass at home. No, I'm probably not going to do that. I mean, I've been to Dubai, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> Good enough. I'm not yeah. doing any of them. All right. This has now. been fantastic. They might collect two hours, 52 and 39. This is our Thank you. How have you stayed the whole time? A three hour oh, classic. Also, so I just want to say for anyone who does this, go and enjoy Coco on Instagram. I know Janina is enjoying her on TikTok, but on Instagram, she's fun. I'm having, fun. I'm having yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I will say Tennis Channel did two videos on Barbie. And I like Coco's reaction. I like Coco's response <laughs> to the Sabalenka Barbie. <laughs> oh boy! All right, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm bad like the Barbie. I love it. And um, you know, and and let me just say, you know, um, Sabalenka. I know you're listening to this podcast. Why else wouldn't you? Yep. I was really, really gutted. This is one of those finals where I didn't want anyone to lose, but someone had to lose. And I really, really, you've done well with your mental, you know, getting through these matches. And I know that's one of the things that pains you, that you know you beat yourself in this final. 
you know what I mean? Indeed. You could have competed a lot Real, better exactly. than you did. But I have to say, yeah, but... in the end, I wanted Coco to win because Sab's a, Sab has been here. Yes. And you know what? I just don't know what the future holds. And I hope Coco gets some more finals, but we can't take them for granted. because No, you can't. Thought, but I also think that one... Get back here. Yeah, and Andrina, I also think, as I get ready to hang up right now, is to say, I, I hope that this... That that final will make Sabs a better player because she has to. Yes. Now she has somebody that she has to deal with in a way that she probably hasn't had to deal with before. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So right, yes, guys. Lindsay, do it's you want to coach fun. Sabs? Do you want right. to coach Sabs? Mm-hmm. Cut it out. Sabs, get a dance partner. Get a dance teacher. Okay, you gotta work your legs. You gotta work this I know. But anyway, I as always, I enjoy talking to you, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And to all the fans who have been listening and those who would listen later on, um, we're happy that you're tuning in to our three-hour. We haven't had a three-hour podcast in forever since Marathon. Roger was winning. I mean, I didn't know, but stop it all and say, you know, listen, honestly, reels, we tease, but we are, but we are you're so healthy. grateful that you are healthy. And I yeah. had to <laughs> hug you and confirm it in person. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if my mind really <laughs> embraced the fact that I was going to die. <laughs> I don't I know. know that I was dying, but you know, I am here. Thank you all for the well wishes. You know, I must have had have an amazing group of friends there in, in Ecuador. I mean, I owe these people my life. And by the way, one of the nurses sent me back a message on Facebook because listen to me, people. Zero dollars healthcare. I went to a public hospital, they took care of me for 10 days. Mm-hmm. They didn't give me a bill or had any shit about insurance. No one came to be like, Your insurance said we can't give you this course of treatment. Nothing. So I felt so bad, like, you know, not bad that I didn't have to spend any money, but bad that people just walk out of here and don't say anything. So I came back the next day, brought cake and card. And we found that. me on Facebook because she had my own government anyway. And she found <laughs> Facebook. I love that. And said, one of the nurses, she said, you know, I, we really appreciate it. Thank you. And she took a picture of where they had set it up. Because no, I left because, you know, that's there's right. a security guard. There's security guards in hospitals with guns. So I needed to get out. Plus, <laughs> I didn't want to be in a hospital any longer than I needed to be. Okay, because I had been. Well, we love you, and we're glad you're home. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. All right. Good night, everyone. They don't let you sleep in ICU, people. They don't let you sleep there. Stay down. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Howard, you can keep your job. Okay, I know you can keep your job. We didn't say anything crazy. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.